as well but fear not we're gonna break it down the way we do this is the quincy jones show what is good quincy Yo. jones go here and of course flanked to my left what it do let him know who you the are the hip-hop so. hybrid since 92 the only one in existence in the world of pro wrestling and hip-hop oh it's me doc Lesnar. what's up guys i got two guns oh, one for both of you what is good mm-hmm. i say insider yeah Hear yeah, Over there, hey, but, you get it? That's enough. All right, let's move along. <laughs> but no, what's going on, man? How, how you feeling, dude? We I'm had uh, we had payback this weekend. Yeah, interesting, um, uh, interesting things coming out of that. Well, it's raw. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, a little bit of raw as well. Of course, but, uh, Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Hey, that was well done, man. Well done, well done. But, uh, you know, but we do spot. got a little bit of round table with the uh, you know the, there are a few things that made headlines this week, right? I mean, well, obviously, you know, we did talk a little bit, uh, you know, last week about Renee yes. uh, going to be, you know, leaving WWE. But I understand you, sir, have a little bit of an update on the situation that may have kind of uh, led to that. Uh, yeah. Um, or, I, or I guess made the decision on her end a little bit uh, easier to make. Yeah, it sounds like there were some things that um, maybe she wasn't a fan of. Uh I don't think she was ever treated poorly in WWE. And again, we talked about a lot uh, at length about her professionalism. So uh, that I think that's still something that needs to be heralded. You know what I mean? But she was doing an interview, I think, with ESPN uh, following, you know, her uh, uh, recent uh, departure and had noted things like, obviously, you guys heard when there was a batch of people, uh, personnel of WWE, who did contract the COVID virus. She was one of them. Yeah, uh, sure. She had talked about how, you know, the news. I mean, I don't think it's good news, but it wasn't well received uh, by WWE in terms of support. Uh, she also kind of says, oh, despite getting, you know, personal, uh, you know, text messages and, and, and um, you know, just like encouragement, to, you'll, you'll be back in no time for personal friends and, you know, people from work. Uh, WWE Brass uh, apparently didn't really reach out in that capacity, which was uh, a feeling that she quoted as uh, left feeling slighted. Uh, and then to couple that with, uh, she said, the whole thing with, obviously, her husband works for the other company, AEW. Uh, she said at times she felt like she had to come to work and just kind of act as if he didn't exist, which I can't imagine. Uh, that's that's awkward and tough. Especially, it's not like a eight-hour job. You no, go to sure, WWE, you sure, know, who yeah. knows how long you're there. Um, and then, I mean, really, if there needs to be any more added to that, I believe she was just kind of really astonished by the uh, – Canceling of the, uh, WWE backstage, uh, which is arguable because we don't. I mean, I'm sure Fox has a hand in that as well as much as WWE. But um, she was concerned about her skill set, kind of skill set, I should say, of hosting, kind of being wasted uh, in, in a sense where there's not a lot of projects going on that calls for that. And then if there are, they are kind of those roles are like filled already by somebody else. You know, what I mean, like Charlie or whoever. Yeah, no, I, so the thing, I mean, the, a few things to take away from there. It's like you have to wonder, you know. Because she's not the only person that has a spouse or someone of you know mm -hmm. significance that works for that company. Someone like Adam Cole, 
You know, bang, someone bang. also like Peyton Royce. Yeah. You got to wonder if they have experienced something like this as well or if not at all. And I mean, in that case, if they haven't and, and she feels it, then, yeah, I, I can mm-hmm. understand why there'd be an origin of, of why she'd feel slighted for sure. I mean, it's, it's weird because now that I'm thinking about it, because you did mention this to me off, you know, off the uh, air. But now that I think about it, they could have slighted her because they may have blamed her indirectly for that whole sloppy shop. Uh, pot shot, Ooh, you know what I mean? That's true. I mean, and, and she already had a little bit of heat from when she Which, was remotely doing backstage, and Mox, you know, kind of jumped in for that quick cameo, and Xavier went nuts, and Booker T went yeah, nuts. Yeah, I mean, that too, you know. Or but maybe it wasn't Xavier, it was somebody. It might have been that, I don't know, but you, you get what I mean. It was, uh, I think it was Booker and Christian. Yeah. Booker usually, I think it was Christian's usually on it. But Eddie would know. No. I, yeah. But, but, but I, I digress. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Shouts to Eddie Lynch podcast, Legend Killers, and uh, the other Eddie. Is Jamal, Jamal <laughs> Eddie told, number two. Yeah, they, they met for the first time, by the way, in person the other day. Yeah, I did see that. And Beautiful. Jamal in the comments was like, hey, you need to throw the uh, the other Eddie through the table barbershops or through the glass Genetti window. Style. Yeah, Genetti style. I was oh, laughing. Man. But, uh, no, you know what? You did say, too, I guess we'll see if this is a consistent thing because Peyton Royce, and not to go too far off base, is now a solo act because I don't know if you saw yeah, that they lost and they got it, the Iconics had to break up. And it's being said that Peyton is being viewed and slated for a major solo push. I don't know how far really? down the line. I don't know if it's to I mean, sway her from she, leaving she, she, to join she, her husband <laughs> when it's time or whatever. I don't know how much time she got left on her contract. But I uh, feel bad for Billy Kay because I think she's see funnier. But no. She, like, they, they oh, up in that, the un- un- Raw Underground, right? Oh, yeah, lions, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. And then had then shared that weird – Awkward sweaty hug oh, with Uncle man. Shane. It was yeah. Ah uh, oh, man. But yeah. Uh, so and, and again, I'm not gonna say that she is the reason behind yeah. that. It's just you know they could have been unhappy with the way that she shared the news from a business standpoint, which I understand because now they, in their experience and our experience witnessing it, they like mm. to control the narrative. Yeah. Uh, or spin it how they need to or whatever, or not talk about it at all like they yeah. have. But uh, yeah, that could be very well residual. You know what it's, I mean? From that, yeah. which I, I can understand. Maybe there's heat that she didn't know behind certain things, and you know, maybe the way that they felt like the way she handled that. But you know, another person that we have to report here say, uh, yeah. is uh, also Mauro Ronaldo, yeah. who's uh, another NXT. Uh, I mean, the voice of NXT for what? Maybe the last five years, uh, probably yeah. longer. If I'm wrong, probably wrong. Um, but well, I mean, it's great because he's been there. Then he did leave, or he took a sabbatical yes, after that whole thing with JBL and you know the bullying thing and, and him needing to take time to take care of his mental health and he did come back uh but yeah I we were talking off mic how he was noticeably absent from takeover uh, 30 yeah which, which you would have thought you know huge. Yeah, yeah you know it's like Super Bowl 30 why John Madden's is not gonna be there yeah I mean don't get Corey Graves was there which I, I liked but it was like also like is this to distract us <laughs> that Marl's not here and they did say it was a Family emergency, but apparently, no, that is not the case. He yeah. uh, wants to – I believe he, he did leave the company and because uh, he wants to be able to work on other projects. And I don't know if maybe he's just burnt out on wrestling versus maybe burnt out on the presentation WWE is electing. Because that was another thing that uh, Renee had also said was she wasn't a fan that they continued production so aggressively like – uh, during the pandemic and the quarantine yeah, stuff especially when it was a know? lot of stuff was like uncertain mm-hmm. with yeah it, i mean and, and you know we we had an episode i think it may have been the, the sloppy shop episode actually when we were talking about how there was the scare earlier around wrestlemania and then you would have thought that the, they would have done the most that they needed to do to contain that 
Mm-hmm. And instead, a few months later, then it gets to like what it was like a, a couple dozen cases, and we were like, our mouths were like kind of open, like, "Come on, guys! Like, what are you what are you doing?" Yeah, you know what seriously. I mean? So, I mean, I could understand, like, you know, it seemed like they were more concerned with just being able to consistently put out their product more than they they were concerned with. The, the safety of everyone else, but I mean that that's not that's not obviously the truth, but that's just how it came off, and I can understand why she would she would feel that way, he would feel that way, um, but yeah, alas, uh, Morrow, uh, the bipolar rock and roller, uh, yeah, man. is uh, not going to be in uh, NXT or I mean affiliated with WWE anymore at this time. They did have a, a interesting way of they reported it, it was like uh, amicable and mutual parted ways the way that they were you yeah know. so i mean yeah i believe uh let me see if i can find the quote yeah it, it, it but it was reported as amicable and 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 uh i i guess on both sides like it, to me it's it, it, yeah wwe and moral ronaldo have mutually and amicably agreed to part ways moral's passion and enthusiasm left an uh indelible and exciting mark with wwe and its fans and we wish him the best in his future endeavors uh, and Ronaldo, he would, you know, go ahead and respond in kind. I appreciate the opportunity. I had to re- uh, realize my childhood dream of working in sports entertainment, and I wish WWE well in the future. Now I want to direct my focus and devote my time to my other projects and to my mental health, charitable activities, and the well-being of my mother and myself. So you can't take too much away because that might be a, thing, uh, a good reason why he was working remotely too, uh, despite just trying to keep up precautions with COVID. He might have also had things at home or needed to take home uh, of his, or take care of his mother, as he mentioned. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'd be remiss to not, you know, also add that um, this is kind of they always say it's in threes, and I, I, I don't know if you heard the lead NXT writer uh, Joe Bill Castro also left. Um, I don't really? know the details surrounding that, but that was a few weeks ago as well. Um, I don't know. Again, maybe it's they're not liking the machine saying we're going to forge on, you know, against all odds. And and now we got the Thunderdome. And, you know, I don't know what it is, but um, it's very at least eyebrow raising to say the least. Definitely. I mean, all around the same time. And they they left. It wasn't like they were released. No. Yeah. Yeah. They it, it seemed like. I don't know if it's a like contract expiration type of deal, but it, it seemed like maybe it was coming up where they could have resigned, but they chose you know to just uh, well, take I'm, a step back. I mean, honestly, speaking of uh, <laughs> contract aspirations and uh, a little oh, bit more, yeah. obviously making the rounds and uh, getting all of the uh, confirmed the AEW rumors sparking up a bunch right now is uh, obviously Brock Lesnar's um, WWE contract. I mean, was it lapsed or just expired? Mm-hmm. Uh, the two sides have not come to an agreement um, as far as, uh, you know, moving forward with a, a new contract in place. This is, uh, I, I guess it's being reported it was expired in uh, at, at uh, WrestleMania, actually. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk because of the fact that his um, merch – from WWE shop was pulled. Um, a lot hey, of- I, I, I can talk about that. You know, I finally won my <laughs> infringement case. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, suck it, Brock. Suck it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stay in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and and um and and uh, WWE merch and creative. Yeah. Um, I got that concept art. We coming, baby. Let's go. Just oh. uh, just no weird smiling uh, merch. You know what I'm saying? We don't need one of those going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe you should redo it. Yeah, I'll redo it. Uh, that, that's because I'm beast, man. I'm. Hey, I can say that now legally. Don't bleep that out. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? No, and well, that's you, not a you, spoiler. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. A, 
Anyway, that is a sport. No, I'm flipping it. I'm flipping yeah, it. They, can, I mean, because Paul Heyman is still I, on I TV. own it all, baby. Let's go. But no, you were saying. You were saying. <laughs> the next big thing. Um, yeah. And so, you know, uh, as I hit him with the F5 of news, pretty much uh, his uh, merch deal actually expired as well. So that's why his merch was. That is good. So it's like, uh, <laughs> that's what they're telling you. Wink. <laughs> wink. I got yeah. the Iggy. <laughs> the NDA. I, I get it. I get no it. Bailey Man, I get you know it. what I'm saying? Got the NDA pending. I got it. He does. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, supposedly, uh, you know, that pretty much got everyone saying that he's, you know, for sure going to AEW. But I was like, dude, I don't want to see no Brock. Way. First of all, I don't want to see Brock tossing around Jungle Boy. I would like to see him toss around Marco Stunt. That's yeah. a guilty pleasure. But aside from that, it's like all the guys that we love, like, he would literally go, like, like he, if he goes there, he'd be like a, a, a secret WWE spy that's going to be like an AEW killer. All right. Because, like, who else besides, like, some of the body guys? They don't have a lot of body guys. I like, mean, to me, I Sean think- Spears is probably, and Cody are probably the, the, the lightest. A yeah. body guys they got, right? I think AEW should have no interest in this. A, it smells like, oh, Randy did it, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to get oh, yeah, some yeah. sort of uh, I mean, p- leverage I, I and pay. I don't think he's even going to want to go, but the, that fan interest is going to get them like yeah. all riled up again. But you already got you, you got They're already Brian, paranoid. Yeah. But you got Brian Cage doing the F5. Yeah, I'll You got that the well. F10 being done by Wardlow. And then on top of that, you got none of the big guys really getting a good push except for Brody recently. And people are are also on the fence about that. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because... Just because of the BTE stuff? Well, I don't think it's that as much... Well, when I say people, I mean Cornette and Brian Last. Ah. They're more on the fence of... It wasn't a horribly done... Uh, sequence of events at all they just question why did it have to be Brody in the Dark Order versus uh, Lance Archer doing all that and you got Jake just laughing at it all on screen you know what I'm saying which which would make sense because it's like the the long term full circle yeah from everything that they were putting into it and Exactly, because um, see, they, you know, they, yeah, exactly. You said they're in the finals. You yeah, know, and, I mean, yeah, and then you know, the, the Jake was, you know, obviously real cross about his words yep. pertaining to him and his family. Uh, but you know what? I, I, I wouldn't say it's, I, I. I enjoy. It. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I'm a Brody fan and I like to see him doing yeah. do well. So, but yeah, anyway. I was just gonna say. Besides that, I mean, because yeah, like, well, I'm with you on I Brody. Mean, but, but a lot, but then, I would think if they brought Brock and they're not properly getting all their big guys over. Besides the recent win for Brody, it just kind of shoots all those guys in the foot because there's no way you don't put the rocket on Brock Lesnar if you get him in AEW. And then there's no way you don't have him be a killer because he's been a killer for the last decade. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, everyone's like, first feud confirmed, Jericho. I'm like, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. Is like when I think about it, I'm like, if they have him, pro wrestler, MMA guy, then why do they need Jake Hager? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking that but because I, I, I don't that's think the anyone guy I'm worried about the most. To, yeah, yeah, is that you know what I mean. They'll and, and automatically saying, connect those. I'm two. not saying like to replace or nothing like that. Like anyone's like you know. No, like, but it would take a legitimacy like away from his career in AEW renewed as a wrestler, and then outside as a legitimate MMA fighter in Hager. Because you got Lesnar, who's already done all the things that he's doing, and, and then just everyone just always raises an eyebrow to to the I forgot. I always forget the other company. Um, the MMA uh, company that oh Bellator Bellator thank you yeah, yeah. like everyone you know everyone kind of I don't mind Bellator I just feel like they always get the UFC scraps well the, a lot of the UFC guys are, are like they're, oh. they're, they're they're sick and tired bro you know what it is they are TNA for UFC you remember when TNA was getting like the Jeff Hardy oh, the Scott yeah. Steiners the Booker you know and, and it got to the point where King like Mose. they were all just coming over yeah the King- <laughs> King Moe's and Pac-Man Jones and all, <laughs> all that. And the that, Rampages. And yeah. the Rampages, man. But, yeah, that's how I feel about that. It's like they are te- – like, hey, 
we could still pay you, but not UFC prices. <laughs> like, See, I mean, for me personally, and this is you know because this did start with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I would rather see him either retire from wrestling and just go back to I mean obviously he owes a hefty fine for the you know they get back in the drug pool scene. Yeah. Uh for but UFC, I mean yeah. I would love to see him, you know, in UFC. Obviously John uh John Jones already called his ass out. Yeah. Uh I mean I would love to see him against a lot of the new hitters that are up right now, you know what I mean? But if not, then retire completely, man. Just yeah, because I'll be because he, well, he's what, in his forties. Yeah, and the last time we saw him, like he wasn't in ring shape. He's in wrestling shape, and well, you could have a little bit more mass that moves around because it's about look than it is about you know. I mean, because you're not effectively really throwing dudes, and all your matches are like eight minutes long. You know well, what I'm saying? I mean, so when you look at him, like he he has limits to his in ring game at his age, the same as like Goldberg. Not as bad, but. When you look mm. at it, it's like he does the same thing because that's all he wants his body to take. Very true. I mean, yeah, and I mean, obviously he's the one that's in charge of his bump card in and every I mean, match he's in. When so. you really think about it, it's like outside of like maybe Cody and and uh, Chris Jericho. Forty three years like, old, by the way. See, mm-hmm. I mean, who who else would you want to see him hit? I mean, I don't want to see him against Cage. Neither one of those guys have that good. Like, I mean, I don't want to see Goldberg. Oh, versus, no, I mean, no matter who like, you could think of, that's it's, like Goldberg and Brock in, at twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just gonna like no, 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 no ring psychology. Just a bunch of big dudes. Like, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the, the battle I think we think it would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. To me, I just feel like it, it's just you ain't gonna want to sell for that shit. I, and and it does no one else uh, justice in AEW that goes again. And I would not want to be the first one against Brock. Or anyone after that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that, come on, man. He's going to be the biggest star they got since Jericho. Well, you know what? Speaking of Brock, though, um, it is worth noting because we uh, we did touch on it, but we didn't really touch on it. Roman Reigns is back, but he's back with a brand-new manager, uh, Paul Heyman. better than never. You always got to squelch it in there, bro. Oh, gotcha. Uh, freaking, uh, but, yeah, Paul Heyman. With the big dog. Yes. Uh, I love the reveal. I love the wide shot. I love the way that Roman delivered it. I'm hoping, you know, this is going to be, you know, I think I've said it a a couple times, like the stoic, short, but, you know, effective talk, spoken. uh, Are you talking about you don't want suffering succotash? No, man. Oh, okay. No, I think this is uh, well done. Um, It's a a great surprise. I mean, when when you look back, even though he did beef with Brock a lot, he always had complimentary things to say about but, Roman Reigns. But and his besides family. the line, his pockets with blood. Oh yeah, that, that. line when he's uh, he's uh, worked your daddy and your uncle back in the day. You know what I mean? So, but uh, no, I mean I think it's effective. Uh, I think the only thing that is crazy is you know we did talk about payback earlier. You know Roman Reigns would use the negotiation skills of. Uh, Heyman to you know basically do smoke and mirrors sign the contract moments before <laughs> going in and winning it like three minutes later the belt I should say he's a new yeah. universal champion yeah he is. and it's hard not to notice like man so they gave the belt back to the fiend fiend gets to write this tweet to Goldberg which I loved or not fiend I should say Bray Wyatt where he's like it's okay friend we corrected it it's okay you know <laughs> and I, and I love that because he's always in that uh, character yeah. and then you really just gave him a, a week long title reign. Yeah, he did. And so I was wondering about that, and, you know, just right on time, Tom uh, Callahue, uh, I, I'm trying to remember which uh, which uh, publication he's with, but he basically was talking about the backstage rumor is that they they took the belt off The Fiend, basically, because uh, they wanted 
they want you to hate Roman Reigns because they genuinely are worried about him being a badass now makes everyone want to cheer him. You know well, what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, because we needed a reason to cheer him. And apparently, on. additionally, this is why in the Thunderdome, fans were specifically instructed to boo Roman Reigns. So I thought that was very interesting. Instruct? They're instructed? Apparently, I mean, I don't know how that you know. I, I mean, works, I'm, yeah, so. I'm not sure how it works, and I may be real naive. But what I thought was how it went is like the way that they they're in these rooms, that maybe they have a button to to click, like whether they want to applause or like you know cheer or boo, mm-hmm. and you know based on the amount of clicks, then they would generate that kind of like. But then I mean, because that's the thing is like they get you know. Since they're the ones piping in the noise, they're real generous with how well segments go over, yeah. aren't they? And it sounded like, <laughs> to me, it sounded like there was more cheering for Roman than it was booing for Roman or, like, being happy that the match is over. I don't know. I mean, I was looking – I started, what I started doing was looking at the faces. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just looking at the overall vibe of how everybody – I mean – you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not mad at it. We'll see where it goes. I mean, mm. this is what we wanted yeah. for a but, while. And, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, And by the way, that was Tom Colohue on a live edition of Dropkick Discussions. Uh, I was sure about I to say. reference I, in there. I, th- I definitely thought it was Dropkick because I was thinking, I was like, I've seen this name before. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, moving on, dude. I mean, I just got some news um, about some possible talk about NXT moving days. Uh, you know, mm. obviously, we just had Super Tuesday, which we're about to get into. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad at being on a Tuesday. I have Tuesdays off, so it, it yeah. was fitting. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, same here. It felt good. I, I mean, mean it, it felt like, cool, I don't have to switch or I don't have to make another two uh, out two hours extra for you know to watch the other show and it's, it, four, it, it's four hours of wrestling yeah and on top of the three hours on monday yeah, yeah and it's so, tough when we gotta you know when we record the show so yeah yeah that, i mean which is why we, we, we've been splitting it up the way we've been splitting mm-hmm. so if this is a sign of the time look i'm not against the, i mean you know as long as they don't overuse the super tuesday thing um you know it's just you know obviously the addition of wade barrett is back as well which yeah. i've been liking i liked yeah um you know which it is, might be full time which you know worth noting you know it is you know he comes in Right when Morrow's out, so it, it's a good pick. I mean, he yeah. obviously did great work with NWA as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just you know, it's, it's, I, I guess he's not under contract with him. I don't, I don't know. You know, I hear he might be coming back full time on commentary, but I could just imagine, like you know, with his knowledge of some of the guys that he talks about that he's watching that are still in the definitely. NXT system, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed that like, for sure. Yeah, you know, or even guys that maybe he's wrestled outside of NXT before he was Wade Barrett. After he's Wade Barrett, he was just Stu. Um, I, I like it, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'd be lying if I said it, I don't if, – if I wouldn't want to see the Alex Riley-like storyline go down here where somebody <laughs> brings Wade Barrett out of the, out oh, of the slacks yeah, and we get the bull hammer and the bad news and oh, all that. I, you know? I think it would be someone like maybe Pete Dunne or Timothy Thatcher. I think that would be perfect. Those two are excellent choices Man, for sure. I, shoot, I wouldn't even be mad at maybe <laughs> Spud. Yeah. Spud wants to wants to go head up with him. I mean, but you never, know what? You had said you something. Know. Yeah, no, uh, but, but, uh, I was just going to compliment. You had talked about it felt like NXT hit the reset button. You know, and, and, and maybe this is, you know, in, in accordance yeah, with that. New faces, uh, you know, the way they're, they're – New commentary, new voices, new you day, know, possibly. I mean, had that, this big old Super Tuesday to kind of make it really feel like there's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. it, trying to make you forget the NXT of old. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, uh, they did say, again, this is Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful that uh, the update on them possibly changing nights has said that USA Network has thrown out the idea of NXT moving to Tuesdays. The network has a lot of faith and good relationship in WWE, but those Sapp spoke with have said that there aren't as uh, many committed to the competition aspect of NXT as WWE is. Mm-hmm. So 
that's you know worth noting. Yeah. Uh, sole reason is on Wednesday nights, uh, it's costing them viewers, which are also you know watching Dynamite, obviously. Yeah. Uh, WWE is said to have been receptive to the idea of moving nights. SAP was also told by those close to the USA Network that those two weeks uh, were a bit of a test run on Tuesdays out of circumstance since the show had to switch nights mm-hmm. for uh, NHL playoffs anyway. So I don't know if this – are they doing another Tuesday next week? Yeah, they announced uh, Tuesday next week We uh, for the final, which we'll get into again with yeah. the, how, the way that NXT ended. But, yeah, they did announce it's for goddamn next Tuesday. goddamn farce. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, I was kind of, I mean, it was too good to be true is what it was. It was a takeover <laughs> yeah, quality match absolutely. on a Tuesday night. And, you know, that's the thing, too, is I, I wonder if they're worried about, because I heard they did a really good number, obviously, but it's also, you got to understand what, to, what, what yeah. you, you know, yeah, exactly, versus what you usually put on. It's like, it, we're used to an hour's worth of television with NXT is what got it to its golden age in my opinion so now you got a whole hour where it's the four cornerstones like that yeah man you got me to the table of course i'm gonna watch True. oh and it's not opposed by your competition on the other side of course i'm gonna watch that you I know mean, what i mean but i wonder yeah. if that's why the numbers reflect so high versus it being a, oh i'm glad it's on tuesday because i think yeah good argument they'll probably have all their viewers versus splitting it on wednesdays but i digress by the way I, mean? I don't have anything personal with this guy but Hey, uh, screw Mike Johnson. Oh, man. Because I heard he dropped the spoiler that ruined it for everybody. That, really? That, I, I, did, I wasn't the one, one of the ones, fortunately, to get that, but I heard a lot of people were upset. I wonder if guy. you – so this is what's funny, and, uh, again, I know we're going to get right into NXT. Marvel, should we just get into it now? I mean, yeah. We, I mean, yeah. Well, no, but, but, yeah, keep, keep going. Yeah, no, thought, so man. right before I started NXT, I was looking – it was like maybe 10 minutes till, and I saw – on my uh, KJS pod uh, handle, you know, because I got two uh, IGs, I saw that uh, uh, some tweet where someone said, I'm going to get this in. Basically, I'm going to squelch this prediction in before NXT starts. And they said, Oh, that was I, uh, Through the Table. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Through the Table. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. So was that them or was that Mike Johnson that said that? No, no, no. They said it because they that was their prediction. And t- I remember someone actually yeah. responded to that saying, Yeah, Mike Johnson actually spoiled that a couple of hours ago. And he's like, Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. when I saw that, I was like, I think that's what's going to happen. I feel like. That's exactly what I would do on TV to get more content out of like this situation because they didn't, you know, foresee Cross needing to vacate due to injury and all that stuff. So I, I don't know who knows what they're doing if they're scrambling for, uh, you know, to 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 get content or programming I mean, for the next couple especially weeks. Especially with, with Keith Lee is gone, mm-hmm. um, exactly. Who, who was playing obviously a major huge proponent, hole. yeah, the last month or so. So, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we might as well get into it, man. Yeah. I mean, NXT um, Super Tuesday. I didn't do it like you. I couldn't do it like that. Super Tuesday. He did that just like Stan Hansen. Two. <laughs> I'll be doing man, some stuff. Hey, man. don't. Hey, we old heads. If you don't know, look <laughs> it up. False settle. False settle. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, again, I, I think we had a pretty cool format last week, and I think we, we got a good rounded what were major takeaways from this week. Good takeaways. Yeah, I think so. Like first one I got was. Uh, Swerve Scott, Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott, pins the Cruiserweight champion again this week. We uh, opened up with a street fight, six-man tag, right? Legato del Fantasma. Uh, they, they, and you know what? They're getting better with the entrance stuff. I didn't realize they were, they was looking more street fight, you know, but I was like, okay, they're getting closer. Okay, they're getting – oh, I see the hat that Quincy was talking about now, you know, for Joaquin. But, uh, yeah, they went against uh, the team of Brazongo and, of course, Isaiah Swerve Scott. 
And, uh, I mean, it was a nonstop action from the jump. It was tornado style. I mean, I think the, the big two things to take uh, to, to talk about is that Imperium would run in uh, at a point in time during this match to get I – mean, I would get, you know, the, the heat back from losing their tag titles last week to Brazongo. They do attack Brazongo. Uh, they even get in the ring and start joining forces with Legado del oh, Fantasma. I, I loved how when he threw him in the ring, uh, Raul was like, hey, me amigos, me amigos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to, to Santos. I was like, Uwe, Donde, let's just jump this fool, and then maybe <laughs> we share some cervezas later. Like, you know what it reminded me of was, uh, like, when I saw that, I was like, so this this like the Lucha Bros and the, and the Butcher and the Blade that, right now? That's kind of how I felt, too, a little <laughs> just, bit. Just a little just bit. two but... teams that don't belong together <laughs> but can do their thing. Yeah, yeah. But, of course, this would lead us to the other big spot of the night, which I, a little hokey, very impressive, but still hokey because I didn't hear anything. I, I didn't see I was see about anything. to say that there was no motor. And, and look, right? hey, we, we've worked in some areas where we've known – yeah, I mean, albeit whether it's a, what, what a pallet jack type pallet of deal jack, or, or a some flat. sort of riser. I mean, you, some sort, you actually started to get your certification at one point. Yeah, you so you, you've definitely like it's not quiet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so yeah. it was like it was crazy. It was I don't know, man. It was like a Prius version of the forklift. <laughs> This is like you didn't hear. It. Oh, that was Creepy. great. But uh, no, they were uh, Fandango and Isaiah would hit uh, Tofe Sentons from the top until uh, I think it was like all five or all six. I was guys, wondering. That's pretty cool. I, I was looking at the way that that uh, Dango stance on top of it. I was like, what is he finna do? I thought he was about to do like a like a John Morrison like. Yeah, type I was of, like, I was what like, is he doing, man? Okay, but hey, no, it was clean. But you know what? I one thing I wanted to say, and I was but you know I was jumping the gun a little bit early when you start talking about it. But it's worth built the bill, dude. Mm. I have to say, Swerve was looking like a superstar at the end of this, man. And, and I love the yeah. way that even, you know, you know, brand new tag team champions, NXT, shout out to them, you know, uh, Brazongo. Yeah, but they, they were, were giving him yeah. the spotlight. Yeah, you know they, were, I mean? they so, were. Everyone was in their bag. I thought that everything was well booked. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, especially for a six-man street fight. That like triple, the, that triple uh, uh, basement oh, drop kick. Coast, or it was like a, co- a double coast-to-coast with, yeah, with a basement drop kick in the middle. But that shit trash was crazy. Can. They just met in the middle, basically. Yeah, yeah it was it was, so, uh, it was it was intense. Yeah, but, it, but Swerve, he would get the win, like we said, pin the champion with a JML driver. I love how he does it. This version, I don't mind the other way. I just thought he was switching it because of like he's been hitting it that same way where people try to climb on the rope and yeah, it's either he, the rope put, or the corner of exactly. the turnbuckle. So I thought he was protecting the you know the way they he drives them, but man, nah, he's like, like hey, I'm a, I'm finna pick you up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just hit you with the JML driver. Yeah, but the uh, next takeaway I got for this week for NXT was Candice LeRae does uh, finally respond to Tegan. Tegan had another promo. I'm not going to talk about what was said. It yeah, was, we get it. You guys have have, have been all over the place. She met she my nephews you, right she took yeah. you to surgery you guys have a a, a really well documented friendship even though no one really knew the extent of Th- it this wasn't for right us now. this this, this part this part that that part yeah. of the story so i don't want to just shit on it but yeah for those that uh, it definitely was going to get over with the amount of emotion I, that you yeah, just I, talked I, about you know I, so. de- definitely and, yeah. and basically yeah, the takeaway is that candace does uh she wants to hash it out uh with tegan uh, and we find this out we have a uh, candace uh going against casey canton zero um, I mean, the only thing I can mention, she entered wearing these pixie wings. Not a good look. I wouldn't keep doing it. I wasn't a fan of the weird little rolls on top of her hair either. She needs to just wear it down. But see, but see the the reaction that, yeah, that but, you're giving is well, it's because I know heat like Joaquin's gloves. That's heat. You know what I'm saying? But what she's <laughs> yeah, doing, okay. like, maybe the wings are heat, but I don't want to see the wings <laughs> and the rolls in the uh, hair. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be uh, one or the man. other. And she's really struggled with finding an identity 
you know what I'm saying, in my opinion, in NXT okay. where okay. you could actually believe it. But she does win by kind of, uh, I, I, I don't want to say debuting, but maybe repurposing a move that's already in her repertoire, the uh, surfboard face buster. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. She uh, wins using that. And uh, she also used that rope hung uh, swing out neck breaker. I did see Which that. Charlotte usually does, but I've never seen her do it. Um, and it was pretty well done as well, but definitely had a different feel and all that with this match. I mean, we've seen her go against Casey before, or the Casey's. I don't know if that's what you want to call. I guess they are Caden the Casey's. Carters. I, I, even, do I didn't even realize Bro, that. You're and, right. I mean, they got matching gear. That's and what like, I was like, like, I don't know what like they're her name, call. Wait, her name is Casey, and her initials are Casey. Exactly. And then her initials are Casey. Exactly. That's you insane, feel, right? So, but uh, now after the match, she cuts a promo, basically These saying, "Kitchen Crips have to stop." <laughs> <laughs> these these royals have to stop. Shout out to Luthas, man. Oh man! But uh, she cuts a promo. Basically, uh, she talks about what Tegan's been saying. She says, "You know what? I agree." You know, says, "Come on over and dinner's on me." And you know, invites it to the house. So I'm sure we'll get a house promo next week. Yeah, she said, "Dinner's on me." I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll see. This uh, third uh, takeaway I got is Rhea Ripley uh, challenges Mercedes Martinez to a steel cage match. Uh, and she does later on accept that match, short and yeah. sweet. Um, yeah, she did. I liked I, it. I'm I'm game for this. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I, mean I don't know if it's uh, warranted that high intensity of a of a go to for this match yet. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, yeah, they've they've crossed each other matches and attacked. You know, but you know, usually, you know, and I say this because if we didn't, Mark McFly would be saying like. That's blood feud territory. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if we've definitely. gotten there yet. We've dipped toes, yeah. and we've gotten uh, past her ankles, definitely, even a little bit to the shins. I don't know if we're knee-deep yet. Yeah. But I would love to see a little bit more before that, but against You're it. You're right, because we haven't have a singles. Yeah, yeah. Right? you know what I mean? Like they've that but tag. They've, they protected them very much to not touch. Yeah. Because um, even in that tag, I don't even think she was in that tag. It was. It was uh, yeah, Aaliyah took the pin. Okay, okay, Remember, because okay. she, she lost. She hit the pump handle powerbomb. You're then, right, you're right. And yeah. then powerbomb. Mercedes over. Oh, maybe it is Blood Feud territory. She power bombed them onto the floor from the barricade. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know you're right. I mean? You're right. I forgot but, about that part. Yeah, but she should have said that. Like, he's like, do I want to steal cage? You damn right. You dropped me on my hip. I would have said something. No, I totally forget. Because remember, we were talking about how they, they did a nice cut because you saw where it was like, all of a sudden, oh, there's Robert Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're totally free. Dude, I'm glad we we, we didn't just freeze past that. Could you imagine if maybe she powerbombed Rhea the same way instead did, of just damn, tripping her be- off the apron and then throwing her in to eat that boot and then and ex- eat another powerbomb from, uh, who was it? Uh, not Mercedes. Oh, uh, you're talking uh, about Raquel? Raquel. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, she did take. I mean, she took that huge ass fucking Texas. She bomb. did. She did. Uh, but you know, it's crazy. I, I mean, you would think that they wouldn't want to replay that power bomb to, to keep that fresh in our mind. So I blame yeah. you, NXT programming. Yeah, it's not our fault. We glossed over it. No, we're here all week. We're we're objective. <laughs> we, we we try to be objective. Okay. We you know what we we watch wrestling more than we sleep. That's all. I'm just gonna mm. put that out there. Okay. Duh. Just that's all. That's all. Man. Just just appreciate. But moving on. Yeah. And another takeaway is. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, you know. Uh, this is actually impressive. Be- I mean. Yeah. yeah. I-, I-, I had put in my notes, becomes maybe unofficial number one contender. We did see him last week. Stake his claim to Damian Priest. Said, hey, man, you stop hiding behind them ladders. I'm going to show people, you know, what's really good. And then on the other hand. We <laughs> that's had, we what he had, said. That's how he that's, said it. That's basically. I'm just he's like, hey, yo, you hiding behind ladders, bro. You need to <laughs> show you with snuckle yeah, up. I- I- I'm going to expose you is kind of what he said. I, I, just lo- I love it. I love and it. And then Bronson Reed. He, sack he, town he, talking. he thought, hey, I, was, I actually have a win over a dude. You know what I mean? And then that's when Austin Theory had made, you know, his his return getting smacked in the face like a bitch. Bronson Reed, uh, Timothy Thatcher, man. Uh, what I did like is uh, I think Wade Barrett said, you know, when it comes to old school, he's the headmaster. Really loved how he said that about Timothy, 
Timothy Thatcher. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a well, you know, I thought well paced back and forth between Bronson Reed, Timothy Thatcher, arguably what I would say an unofficial number one contenders match because you got two guys, you know, from last week, you know, trying to figure out who is going to be the next in line, right? Uh, but at some point, uh, Bronson Reed is outside the ring and Austin Theory attacks him from behind. He hits him with like a, I don't know, man, it's kind of weird. It's like, you know how Dolph does the zigzag? Yeah. So, do it, imagine doing that, but with a running start, and it's really it's more like a bulldog. So not falling forward like you're running, and you jump forward and put all your weight to make Bronson lean forward and land on his face. It was kind of like a zigzag style stroke, if if that makes sense. Almost, you know what I mean? Like like you got to kind of see it. But he basically so slams him face first on the ramp from behind, throws him inside. Uh, ref didn't see it, but um, basically. From there, Thatcher slaps on the Fujiwara. He's not yeah. able to get it. He repositions, and uh, he ends up getting a submission he, he, win. Yeah, he taps out uh, my boy, man. Big man, yeah, but with not without a run in. It wasn't clean, so that was – Yeah, I'm a, I don't know how I missed I must have been – see, that's what happens when you're uh, probably rolling up and taking notes at the same time yep. while watching When you're uh, in wrestling. space and – out of space. space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, oh man. man. But this will bring me to the last uh, and obviously final takeaway is uh, this fatal four-way, you know, 60-minute fatal four-way, or they kept calling it four-way, uh, Iron Man match. And maybe it's that'll 60 answer. 60-minute false finish. Yeah, well, maybe that'll answer our question, too, because there was one part I had brought up I had umbrage yeah, with. Yeah, uh, and I'll get to that. Maybe cause that's why it's called a four-way, not a fatal four-way. Even though it doesn't that doesn't differentiate in my mind. But um, I, you know, we this would end uh, in a very um, what would you call it, Quincy? I know you're kind of mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I mean, look, look. I'm gonna give kudos because Adam Cole's timing. Hey, yeah, oh, hey, babe. bro, hey, babe, and, and Drake, you nice, and the ref too. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. all y'all, yeah, because we've seen in the past some mm-hmm. like. Ah, you know what I mean? Maybe some that kind of forced the hand on how they how the rest yeah. of the storyline oh, yeah, goes. Definitely. But no, they they definitely I I I was digging that for sure. I I loved uh, the way that they they the timing of it. Mm-hmm. I was just mad because again I'm a Finn guy, so I was like, God damn it! Yeah, you know what's funny is um so this finish got spoiled for me a little bit because I saw a photo on Instagram before I got there and I thought it was Gargano and Adam Cole. So I was just oh, like, okay. man, that's a dumb ass. Like, I was like, I don't we've even know if I want to watch this. Yeah, we've you know? seen that before. So I was like, all right, I'll still watch this. So even when Finn, you know, when it got to the point where everyone got one fall, and I'm going to go down how, you know, the order of these falls as well. But I remember thinking, oh, okay, that's cool. Consolation, Finn, whatever. So when <laughs> he got down to the – and I realized, oh, that was Finn, not oh, Gargano. Man. I was delighted. But uh, this is how the falls went down. Finn, he scored the first one with a coup de gras on uh, Cole. Ciampa hit uh, Willow's bell and a fairy tale ending to Finn. But Gargano shoved him out and yeah. stole the pin to win the second As fall. they said, did all the work and he got all the, the credit. All the, cre- yeah. all the glory is what they say. Yeah, all the Gargano glory. way, man. Uh, Cole, no, so all heart. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yep. Cole, he countered a slingshot spear with a super kick, uh, yeah, which was, I love. Then he yeah, he was Gar- handing him out, bro. Oh yeah. And then he hit Gargano with the Panama Sunrise. He got the third fall with that. Uh, Champa hit the a double Willow's Bell to Cole and Gargano. Then followed with the fairy tale ending on Cole to win the fourth fall. 
Uh, Champa, and, and, and that's when they're all tied, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there was a lot of cool spots that I liked. I mean, there was one point where you see Champa, Project Champa, everybody. Um, yeah, that was pretty uh, Even pretty earlier cool. than that, uh, we talked about this. Champa and Gargano, in my mind, I felt like it was a minor callback maybe to their match versus Revival in Toronto. Uh, where he has the That's Gargano escape, too. and then he's got the arm bar going at the same time. Trying, and, trying to both uh, squeeze out a win. Yeah. Except they're not and, on the same team this yeah, time. And they yeah. arguably could have got a point each, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I like how back, like, kind of to follow that, you got Cole and Finn tossing those guys out, and then they share a two-suite, which I don't know. I don't believe they <sighs> no. were ever in Bullet Club no. at the same time, no. but I thought it was kind of cool to call back to their like, like hey, man, their mutual membership this, in the cause, past. Because did Finn get kicked out? Yeah, so they're like, "Hey, us, but he huh? didn't. He didn't get killed, <laughs> like Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, well, he well, didn't get well. poisoned. <laughs> oh, fucking Adam Cole, man. He uh, and then and then who else got? I know uh, oh, AJ got kicked out. Yeah, AJ got. Yeah, he got fucking bad. mauled, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it got him in his own move. God damn. Yeah, Kenny Omega. Yeah, man. Uh, and even you know what? I um, there I, was a there was a point. Well, where, I was going to say, because you were going to talk about there was something with the rules that you had a little problem with. Yeah. And, and the only reason I have to bring it up is because you guys always call out the AEW refs, which is fair because yeah. there's some shit. So we got to we gotta call it both ways. So, yeah, I no, mean, definitely. I mean, literally there's a point where, you know, Ciampa's getting his leg torn off the limb, basically. Everyone's <laughs> locking into figure four. There's even a point where Cole has the figure four on him for so long, and Ciampa gets to turn it over, and then Gargano locks in the Gargano escape. Oh, God. And I was like, yeah. man, that, that was pretty crafty, but that sucks for Ciampa. But – off of that, Finn gets back into the match, and he locks on a single leg crab to Ciampa working on the same leg, and he gets to the rope, and we saw a spot, like a couple spots throughout the match, and yeah. the commentary is reiterating, reminding everyone, no DQ, no DQ. You know what I mean? We didn't see much, uh, you know, like uh, th- there wasn't discretion. There wasn't uh, in terms of weapon juice, but, you know, people can slam the plexiglass, and there wasn't any counts outside or anything like that. Yeah, they're so saying was, no count outs either, yeah. Right? So it's weird. To, uh, before this time, a lot, um, I would say Twice I saw the ref wave off, hey, there's no rope break. And then at that moment in that single leg crab, Ciampa got the rope. And I don't know if it was from pity of, hey, man, everyone's working over that limb or what. But Drake, <laughs> Drake honored the, the, the rope break. And, and I just thought, wow, that I, was dumb. So. It, it's just weird because, you know, um, it, it's like, and if I don't let go, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's what are you going to Are you going to disqualify at? me? And then is that, is that, a, is that a point for Ciampa? Exactly. Right. Because I that that's you know it just I don't know I mean yeah just the continuity you know you know how we how we are man we just we just like the continuity and, and we like it to make sense because yeah it, just not to cut it, you off but I always say this I always look at it as uh, if my friend was over yeah out of we, town would this be believable yes. to him you know what I'm saying so and, and that's why we fight for that shit we don't we don't yeah, demand the perfection fan we don't demand perfection but we we do we stick our neck out for you wrestling so god damn it exactly <laughs> there's like, only two more spots I was gonna bring up before we get to the finish yeah I thought, I, I thought the match did a good job balancing everything there were two yeah everybody times, got, got it really good shine i believe exactly now there were two times where i feel like they had that everyone was throwing their all but the kitchen sink in here there was a sequence that it was the panama sunrise by cole that gets countered by uh to a 1916 by finn yeah counter to an enziguri by gargano counter to a super kick and enziguri by cole and then finally countered by like kind of a falling but running knee smash by champa, oh, by that champa left, like yeah. everybody laid out i love that because i i ran that that specific spot back with the knee because i knew mm-hmm. you were gonna talk because i was like 
wait, let me see how that looked. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes we've seen where it's unbelievable, like guys taking German suplexes and then getting up to just hit someone with yeah. a forearm and then both collapsing. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Or like the zany line or whatever yeah, they call yeah, the, the Dean used to do with that yeah. rope bounce uh, clothesline. The it, rebound, yeah. It, I mean, it, but it, see, but when he did it, I was like, the way he sold it was like, shit, I'm about to go down, but I'm not going to let you be. I'm, if yeah. I'm going down, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you're you not. I can't give you a lead on the way 100%, out. 100%. Yeah, like, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm going to cut your legs down. Yeah, like, yeah you're not going to get down, a, you're not going to pin nobody. Yeah. I ain't going to leave that door open on the way down, huh? Yeah, I, sure. I, I would, but uh, that's how it really came off to me, too. So, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But it was that. And then later on, I don't know if this, you could tell me this was gratuitous or not. They had the double clothesline spot by Finn and Cole, and then it was followed outside by a double super kick spot that we've seen before Yeah, uh, with Cole and Gargano. And I just felt like, was this just because, oh, we need to go to the break and we need something like compelling, yeah. you know? And I didn't absolutely. mind it, but we I mean, have seen the, the spot before. I mean, absolutely. You, know? you think they have to lay out a whole hour match. That's, yeah. yeah. yeah Very they, true. I mean, they know they're going to have breaks. And kudos to all four men for that cardio, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, because Champa looked yeah. spent. And at that point, he, he still hit that air raid, the avalanche air raid. He fought for that. Uh, but he ate a coup de gras from Finn, who yeah. that's how he got the fifth fall and was in the lead. Uh, Finn is on his knees, kind of celebrating the win. And yeah, because he wrote, had 20 like seconds. He, yeah, yeah, and it seemed like he was kind of like running out the clock a bit. Didn't see anybody else. Dude, I would have uh, di- dipped out. I would have probably tried to pin uh, Champa or Gargano. And j- j- I don't. Yeah, I probably would have dipped out. But Cole, basically, you could see him behind him, slides yeah. in the ring with great camera work. Like, literally, like great camera work. Like you said, great speed, great timing. Hits the last shot from behind for the final fall. He ties with Balor. Uh, this brings out William Regal. I didn't know if he were going to get uh, sudden death. And in in a way, we did, but not that same night. And this is where you say the flim flam comes in. The, the flim flam. The false finish. finish. And uh, he, he appears and announces that uh, Finn Balor and Adam Cole will uh, be in a sudden death match for one fall. Uh, next Tuesday, uh, with the winner becoming the uh, brand new NXT champion. So that is how NXT went down. But yeah, man, I'm not mad at that only because of the fact that you really should have just made that match like a number one contenders match. Word. Or I guess I guess that doesn't make sense because it's still vacant. But I mean, you know, because this is a matchup that 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 we were teased. uh, You remember before? Yeah. You remember they were like thinking about like they were supposedly. Uh, yeah, but Gargano uh, teasing, ran. Yeah, in. well, mm-hmm. no, 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 not even that. Remember that they teased the whole thing with uh, with Finn being like part of Undisputed, and then he kicked Adam Cole. You know what I mean? So, nah, well, I thought that was, wait, was that with Adam? Oh yeah, right, because he Cause did he that second Adam, Adam Cole, and he did it. Okay, so he first he did, did it with Johnny, few, and then he yeah. hurt Johnny. Yeah, and then they had to wait. So yeah, in between they did the Adam Cole thing. But I remember when those two finally met, then Gargano ran in on that. To, okay. to get his receipt. So we never yeah, got true. a clear winner between the two. So yeah. that added layer as well as the one you brought up. That's just going to make this match really good. But I, I think I speak a resounding fin at this table. Am I wrong? I mean, you don't have to ask me. No. <laughs> I think you can listen to the last couple podcasts yeah. and see And I'm, I'm glad, at. too, because Gargano thought he was tough trying to pantomime them, them trigger fingers. And now where is ass at? I, you know, Gargano's great, man. He's yeah. doing – he's doing like, I, I, didn't, I didn't see him really – I mean, it's all about how how well you irritate me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's how I measure it. Yeah, but you know, he's still great. I still like to watch him in the ring. No, you know, and and the way that he's that he's kind of got a little heel, mm-hmm. you know, portion of it too. I mean, and then you know, Tommaso's just doing the same thing he did when he turned heel. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. just turning the, the the viciousness up a notch. Um, I loved watching him work in his match after not seeing him for so long. Yeah, because um, I was worried about him. 
uh, jumping from last week right into this match into after a, the a sixty minute Ironman match. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? I tell you, just uh, just simply, there's one thing. He trains. That, though, there's very man. few yeah. things. Yeah, he does. And we've seen the videos. But there are very few things that I enjoy in the wrestling world than a really fucking good heel, and not just on the mic, but like someone that's like good. But chooses to be a heel like a Randy or like you know what I mean like like that you could back it up. Like, and you don't need to use underhanded, you know, but you do when you're desperate. And I, I don't mind that, you know what I mean. You know, one thing he has that a lot of people don't, and it's it's gonna seem so minimal. Champion, like, yeah. People be sleeping on the snarl factor, bro. Yeah, the snarl factor Absolutely. gets you, to, bro. That 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 kind of solidifies it. Like like if you could see this dude in a movie doing some fucked up shit, he's a great he's yeah. a great villain. I was you gonna point, bring yeah. up one thing though too that you brought up last week with his return is we did see the uh, the the padding of the back this uh, this week. He didn't I, I, I do did it last I did. week. I'm but... back and he, yeah, passes yeah. back. So yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it was, exciting it was, match. I think he did that in the moment. He's like, "Fuck, I got like 20 minutes left." <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, so yeah, we're, we're gonna see how everything turn, uh, you know, turns out for uh, next week. And uh, but you know, overall, had to give it a, a good, good reception, yeah. man. Uh, I did enjoy the uh, the episode again, even with the. I didn't think I was gonna care so much with the street fight at first. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, they actually entertained me from top to Great bottom. Great way to open it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, you know, and then like you said, you know, the the, the gloves got over. Uh, uh, you know, Doc Doc is uh Doc is slowly <laughs> but surely. Well, no, I, I've always said that that his gloves are always get heat, but I feel like his <laughs> it's his entrance attire because like even last week he had like that. I mean, it was so awkward. I made it on the game, bro, because it was like I didn't. you got the silver with the with the black, like the it's, it looks like a tank oh, top, man. like a jersey over like a silk, like a I don't. It was a lot going on, bro. Let him do it. Was him, a lot, man. yeah. I, it's that phantom work. Hey, man, that's the only way he's gonna learn hey. on the job, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they all look good in that match too. I yeah, mean, yeah. Even they, without they really the did. forklift, but that was a good way to open it because they knew they had to bring in the bang with an hour long banger like that. Even though it was a false finish, a little bit. They talked yeah. us in the door, didn't they? They, they? they 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 got us in the door and they said, "Hey, come back next week, though. Yeah, I we mean, got something special. It, you it's know? So, they, which is old old school business. I can't get mad at them mm. at that. I just me as a fan, I just really was like, oh shit, he's got wait what? Because even down to like do the dramatics of." How he didn't get to roll him over for the pin right away, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, he's not yeah, gonna be able yeah, to yeah. do it. And I'm thinking like, so Finn's gonna win by default still, yeah. and then he's still like, literally like, that's what I'm saying. The timing is impeccable, and it would have been fair, like you would have believed it, and you yeah. would have believed Cole being the first contender after that because he would have had a bone to pick, saying I should have won and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, to me, yeah, it, it was a, it was very well done. It, it's it's I don't know if you ever seen when wrestlers do this. The, and you guys can't see me in pantomiming a stretching motion. Yeah, yeah. That's something they do. Like, hey, you got to stretch the segment out. I feel like that's what they're doing with the booking, especially because, like I said, they didn't foretell Cross going down with a shoulder injury and vacating the title. I don't think they knew Keith Lee was going to get you know bumped up so fast. I think we all knew he was going, but so they got to stretch the, this programming out. Other than just giving the spin last yeah, night to the moon, yeah. But can you imagine if they had a live crowd? Whew, that would have been. Yeah, it would have been. It would definitely would have been great. I mean yep. the the crowd. I mean, I'll put the, the I'll, I'll give them credit. This took me back to NXT booking of old. Yeah, it really I, did. I, I think so too. Like on some um, Tyson kid. Oh yeah, Sami Zayn type stuff. Adrian Neville, Adrian and, Neville. and Bo Dallas. Yeah, the, yeah, like that four. I think they had a with a ladder match back in the day. I mean, just that four way. Yeah, that that because you don't see and a lot Breeze. Of, Breeze was in the mix too. Like yeah, yeah there was yeah. a yeah. I remember that. It, it just, was just yeah. all hungry workers trying to get that big strap for sure. Trying so. to get that bag, that bag, <laughs> baby. But man, but, uh, 
Speaking of which, well, not speaking of which. Speaking of, uh, we got let our sponsors pay the bills. We got we got to let our sponsors pay the bills, man. You know, you know. Shout out Storyline Tees, by the way. I'm gonna hit y'all with another beautiful ad, but you know, shirt just came in the mail. This is so beautiful again, man. Get you one, man. This loose cannon one. I'm telling you, I'm about to tell you about it, and probably some more. It's about to go on break, but come on, Booker, man. Fear not. We are gonna come back with our views on AEW Dynamite this week, and also, uh, I, I, you know, we gotta give our predictions for All Out this week. Yeah, we do. Going in, man. So uh, we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Quincy Jones Golf and the Quincy Jones Show, and you know what I'm about to tell you, man. You need to go to storylinetees.com, bro. Just dropped the brand new site this past Monday. I even went and copped something myself. Not to mention the pre-sales are officially live. I'm talking the Nation of Domination. We got the Prince Devitt shirt. We got the Boyhood Dream shirt. Not to mention the new re-up on the Loose Cannon shirt. I had to cop myself one, man. Had to get that XL. You know, we living large out here during quarantine. What's good? Holla at me. Storyline Tees, man. Follow them right now. Storyline Tees underscore LLC. Follow them on social media, and don't forget, hit up the website, grab yourself some gear right now. Storyline Tees, there's a brand new era in the merch game. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. He's a third man! He's a third man! What the hell is going on here? Yeah, we're back. Yeah, man. What's going on, man? I'll tell you what's going on. Oh, What's going on, sir? I mean, I, I just think it's uh, obviously worth bringing up, uh, just you know, just to pass on some positive thoughts on it and everything. But uh, obviously, there's been some uh, worldwide talk about uh, guys like The Rock, mm-hmm. guys like uh, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. uh, and the like, um, all testing positive for uh, COVID as of late. Yeah, it uh, seems like a lot of these gentlemen have already uh, been through the roughest. Uh, part of it, so to speak, uh, from what I hear with the Rock, he's. Uh, I mean, it wasn't just him; it was him, his wife, and his both both his children too. Yeah. You know, so that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was weird. It was, was one it of his those, two youngest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was just like, you know, it, it, and not even to like have a face to head my agenda personally, but I was thinking, you know, because it's the sad, sad situation where it has to be someone that you care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. For you to care. So it's like, you know, obviously I'm I'm a little bit of an advocate for the, you know, just wear your effing mask. And it's like, you know, dude, if, if The Rock is over here. And then, you know, they just even announced a couple hours ago that, uh, uh, I forgot his real name. Excuse me, the, the, the guy who's supposed to be playing Batman. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, because first it was saying that the uh, the production of the, the movie halted because of the fact that somebody mm-hmm. on the crew had tested positive. Now that someone is him. And you know what? Even earlier this week, they were talking about Usain Bolt had also got it as well. But, yeah. I mean, I had heard reports he was throwing a no-mask party, and, and that's of, just irresponsible, man. You, you, uh, but, all I'm saying I mean, is you opening the door for something like that to walk in. Definitely. You know I mean? And me and Quincy yeah. Jones here, we've had actually two losses during this COVID. Yeah. So it, it does hit home, and it is real to us. You know, I mean, we, we hate that it is, and, and we hate that the discomfort of everyday, you know, or disruption of everyday life as we knew it, or, you know, but – Safe than sorry, you know what I mean? So, I mean, but we do wish all men in all names that we mentioned here a very speedy recovery, man. Definitely. And, again, um, the only other thing I had left before we get into uh, 
obviously the AEW side of things is we have, uh, you know, we got to review Dynamite as well as get into the predictions mm-hmm. for All Out going down this weekend. Uh, I do want to uh, throw out another, um, I mean, again, I hate the circumstance, but shout out uh, Casey Michael. Um, very loved, very beloved within the uh, uh, wrestling uh, community. Uh, was a uh, profound, uh, passionate uh, writer, but also someone that was a real, I guess, uh, an advocate for women's wrestling mm-hmm. uh, within SquaredCircleSirens.com. Mm-hmm. He uh, unfortunately passed away at the age of 26. Um, you know, basically his contributions to women's wrestling, his friendships made, will live on. Uh, in memory forever, as uh, Squared Circle Sirens had uh, had also said as well in the statement. Um, interesting enough, you saw people like Natalia, Naomi, and Charlotte all mm-hmm. uh, giving you know their their uh, praise as well as their uh, you know uh, condolences as well. So uh, that just you know came across the board before we uh, went on the air as well. So I just wanted to offer up our you know a little bit of peace on our end as well to uh, you know Casey's family as well as everyone else yeah, that's affected man. by this loss. Um, let's just be safer, be better, man, and it's just. You know, I mean, again, it's not the fun side of this part, but I mean, again, um, he will be remembered. It seems like he had a lot of love going for him. So, was he sick? Um, Is that I, what I, I, I don't know the de- the details. Okay, I don't yeah. know. If and it, usually, I don't, I don't those wanna, come out slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I just didn't want to shirt tail it in with with you know yeah. all, the other news. I just didn't know, um, you know, what the circumstances were, and it's not necessarily important. Uh, what is important? He was only twenty six. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's very um, young. So yeah, the main reason just, I asked too. So. Yeah, just uh, you know, all around, uh, just unfortunate. But um, you know, let, let's uh, let's get into the the wrestling side yeah, of things, man. Let's move along, and it is that time, sir, to bring the boom this week, as it is uh, AEW Dynamite. Light the fuse. Yes, and uh, we do have some takeaways this week uh, as we try to, like you said, just review a little bit and go obviously uh, go right into predictions for All Out. Uh, one thing to notice right off the bat with this broadcast is Excalibur is back on uh, commentary. He did mention being on extended siesta, but that he would rather or no no other place he'd rather be than you know at the commentary table. So um, I, I don't kinda, know how I, I interesting. Yeah, I, I, I will say I I did like Taz and. You know, being shoehorned in a little bit to, to fill in. But then, I don't know about you, I felt like Jericho's, he usually knocked out the park last week. It wasn't that great to me. Like, I felt like it, it didn't stand out at, like, Yeah, I, don't, I won't say times. it wasn't that great. Yeah, it just didn't stand out like all the other times. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't mind it, but it, it kind of came off more of like, okay, we need to spice it up because we can't, you know, they obviously know why. He's not here. Yeah. But we got to do something to help him forget about that factor. You know, I, w- and, and I will say I'm surprised that he went about it with the I just was like kind of an extended siesta, but I'm back. I mean, like you said, yeah, fourth wall, people knew what was going on. But I think because of the stance AEW has taken from the jump, like we're inclusive and, you know, this we're not, it, you know, it just seemed like it would be in their wheelhouse to just face it head on, you know, I mean, like they, they did with the Sammy G yeah, situation. Yeah, I was going to say they like, definitely said, you know, they did the same with the Sammy G situation that way. But, I mean, yeah. I think it's just because maybe it wasn't And I don't disagree. Recent. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing he played it the way they wanted him to play. But yeah. you know, I did hear I think that he did come back. Uh, he did a little bit of uh, dark. Trend. I think he did AEW dark this week. Too. Oh, oh, OK. Cool. So, yeah, mm-hmm. before he was able to, uh, you know, he did the dynamite stuff. But um, I, I got to say, I mean, just because of the different, you know, do you like what, what, my only complaint on commentary this week was there was a lot of things that Jim Ross was saying that was just like, oh, you mean the Lucha Express? When you, when you call Jurassic Express the Lucha Express? No, nah, I'm not even that. I'm, I mean, even down to like, oh man, like uh, he's pissed. I'm, I'm just pissed off by this guy's haircut. I mean, he, and, and then it's like all the colors, the grays, the blacks, the whites. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you even continuing on? Like, 
That, he had another line. If I was beside myself, I'd be about 600 pounds. Yeah. There was a Crickets. lot of very, very yeah, old just, school. Like, it seemed like I think JR had some of the bubbly or something some, before. There was you know, something going on. Yeah, because there was sure. something else I can't remember that was it was just another call he made that was not relative to what was going on mm-hmm. or not, not uh, important enough to press more on that. You know, it's not like you're like, oh, uh, you got a little bit, of, you know, Let's keep going on the gold mine here. Like, just keep yeah, it, it, hanging our head. No, it was like, dude, this is not. Yeah, stop going to to yeah, the well, was, bro. You're you're dry, basically. It was yeah, 100%. but uh, uh, yeah, no. I mean, other things that were happening. I know we did open up with that street fight. I will, you know, comment and do, do say that a proud and powerful did get was a it, much needed win. Was it a street fight? Or I guess it was. I don't know, man. It's weird I was like, because it took forever to start the match. Yeah, and you're you right. Didn't and it, it was first. outside. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't a street fight, but it definitely warranted it. I mean, we've heard. You know, Chuck and Trent, they were challenging somebody not too long ago to a parking lot brawl, and it never happened. And I don't know if maybe this is where they need to put that in there. I don't know. But uh, the best friends did put up a good uh, effort. They did lose to Proud and Powerful in that match. But um, I thought a takeaway later on was that eight-man. I don't like these multi-man matches, but, you know, the whole stipulation was whichever team got it together and won collectively, they'd face each other. Uh, at All Out this Saturday, and uh, that team was Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks. And uh, I mean, what do you think about the match? Um, well, the best, fr- the which one, the best friends match first, or I mean, yeah, yeah. If you want to comment on either, yeah, I would just kind of kind of just went through it. Like, I mean, it, it, like I said, I, I wasn't. If, if you're gonna establish the Mad Ball stuff, why well, there's no need to, you know, have the whole. What it, what it was a collapsible freaking nightstick? Is yeah, it, they it? called it a. It was yeah, basically. An extendable a baton or baton, whatever, yeah. But like it, it definitely was collapsible. It they, just they wasn't, called it steel at one point. I, I don't know that. It, it just wasn't really their style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I mean, especially after what they did to uh, Sue. Is it Sue? Yeah, Sue's, Sue, Sue's van. So um, I didn't mind that first match. Uh, I just, you know, I I was thinking that it was going to take them to somewhere else on the all uh, out card. Uh, yeah. Aside from just being added to the twenty one man casino battle yeah, royal. We'll be, yeah. <laughs> um, because you know, you know, they got to do it for Sue. You know what I mean? You, you would think, but I didn't mind it. I just thought it was going to, you know, again project them towards a different outcome uh, come this weekend. Yeah. Especially with the amount of matches they have on the card. But uh, leading to the the eight man match, I didn't mind it. Uh, I what I did like is. Uh, Bucks shown very more focused, laser focused. Yeah. Uh, you know, no nonsense, no posing with the pyro. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at times, not even tagging in their their tag partners in uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah, they uh, were really like because on BTE they did say you're gonna follow our lead yeah. and stuff, but they were more in their character. But yeah, this like do you guys want to be on a lot or not? <laughs> it was yeah. like Jesus. Um, I didn't mind it. There was a few spots that you know they had the whole uh, double risky business. Oh, yeah, um, that was a little weird because yeah. I've never seen him do it from, like, a mid-rope or anything like that, like, with the with the splash or whatever. But, yeah, it, w- it was cool, but I don't know if it needed it. So, but uh, I, I was going to say even that spot with the Uranagi. Do you remember that with Chris Daniels? The CD had Jungle Boy, and he was trying to get him up, and then Matt kind of came in and read – I don't know if he read oh, the defense yeah, yeah. wrong or wrong, but he went to super kick CD, but he just happened to get out the way at the last minute and he super kicked Jungle Boy. I thought that was going to be a deciding factor in who won the match, to be honest with you, because I was like, oh, I'll function. Well, uh, yeah, because they usually make it a big deal because that, that's how it happened with uh, them and FTR. Yeah. When they did that that, that eight man that they had against mm-hmm. uh, Lucha uh, Bros and the Butcher and the Blade or LBBB. Yeah. yeah. And, and even when, I mean, 
Well, okay, I got to say this. I thought it was cool SCU came out and did the Wakanda sign. That, yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. And uh, shout out to, to Excalibur for making a point to, yeah, to, to get put it in that there, on yeah. commentary. Um, but even, I was going to say, you were talking about how focused they were. There was a point you see a Hangman Page fan, obviously a plant. Yeah, um, for sure. You know what I mean? And then he gets the beer thrown on his head, sign is, is, is torn. I thought even that was going to be like, man, is he going to end up like – being the bane of their existence in tag matches now because they're so pissed off, you know, or whatever. But this would end with uh, them hot tagging themselves in, basically hitting the BTE trigger for the win. And I noticeably saw them walk off all business while, uh, you know, Jurassic yeah. Express celebrated that win. He's so like, we ain't friends. We are, we opponents now, boy. Yeah. And speaking of the tag team division, that would take me to the next takeaway, unless you wanted to add anything else to that. No, I mean – um, I guess I'm interested to see because I mean, it just seemed real random. They're like, "Hey, eight man," and then whoever wins, you two, you guys get a spot on the card just to have a sp- yeah. just to be happy to have a spot on the card. I, I thought, yeah, um, I think that's weird too. You know, I mean, I thought maybe the two could fight to see who could be the number one contender again. I mean, you guys did just have the uh, you know it's like the gauntlet, so I get it. It's mm-hmm. too close, but at least have something. You know, you, you could have announced it, you know, the, the night of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely, because – and then it's hard not to think, well, if you guys just wanted to be on the card, couldn't you have just booked yourselves on the card? Because, I mean, the, what, 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 I think what could have made it interesting is if you would have made it – and I would have been too many people. I was like, if you would have added Best Friends and Proud and Powerful where they're forced to work together to get a spot on the card. That whew, that would have been something for sure. That that probably would have served better than what we got. If, with if the, they're going that route, like we got to go, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Because but, they do got to get that comeuppance for Sue. But yeah, I yeah, exactly. You got to do it for Sue. But – uh, yeah, the next takeaway, I was mentioning the uh, tag team division. You know, we had talked about how the Bucks were on their way to looks like a tag team title match, and then that actually got uh, nixed by Hangman. Uh, and that brings me to my next point. FTR, uh, they're in the ring. Uh, well, Omega's out there getting interviewed, and basically yeah. the takeaway I got was, um, you know, you got FTR is kind of like admitting to kind of exploiting the insecurities of Hangman and, and you know, his recent habit of drinking and yeah. kind of using it against them. I think you had kind of made it. Uh, uh, a point to say, like it was almost like they, he was already so far, but they nudged him. Or, yeah, but but I don't think and exec- we talked about yeah. yeah the execution of maybe wording this might not have been the best because it seemed like it was like they were still playing mind games so, without yeah, really revealing what too. they did. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was weird because like if you're gonna go, I mean, they can't half ass it. I mean, if you know, especially if they're gonna, especially if you're, it starts off with Kenny saying, you know, I told him, you know, those guys totally, uh, you know. Pretty much trick, you know. He, he, he yeah. Kenny said it before they came out and explained themselves, um, and you know. So I was like, if he's gonna say it, and then you guys are gonna put blame on Hangman for doing. I mean, I'm like, this is a hell of a move when you really stand back and think about it. It's like, hey man, uh, you got a guy who you're kind of, uh, what's the word, luring, or you mm. know what I mean, so to speak, baiting in is like, yeah, you know, we got old, leading on, yeah, we we got old history together. You know, you know, we 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 make you feel more like yourself than the guys you've been rolling with. Yeah, and, it was, and all that was good. Yeah, it was, and then you know, then but even to, like that's how much they were able to to wind the string around their finger it was, you know, tight enough to get him to turn on his guy on his boys to give them a shot. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, whereas they could have flexed a little bit more. Again, like, I don't know, performance-wise, mm-hmm. on him being torn about that. Uh, but, again, like, from the revival standpoint, I understand what they were doing, but the execution just didn't come through. Yeah. They, I mean, if you guys are heels and you guys – especially you got Tully, it's like, why are you guys going to not take credit? I mean, Tully is, like, one of those dudes, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, definitely. Um, but, you know, that would, I did enjoy this segment where, you know, it showed, like, uh, obviously there was – 
you know, Hangman eventually came out. Yeah. And, you know, then it looks like they're, you know, for, for one, you had Kenny already doing the whole, you guys are obviously going to jump me, so let's just get it over with. Yeah. You know, the, you mm-hmm. know that whole eggshell, as they say. And yeah. uh, didn't mind that either because, some you know, sometimes, you know, you can only rehash the same scenario and yeah, not ex- like the expect week. the same stuff. Exactly. You know? Like the week before, MJF called out, hell yeah, usually these signings, these contract oh, signings yeah. Yeah. and in violence. And, and I think it's good because you do need a change of pace and it's better for the viewer to not be able to predict what's going to happen. And, and you it's know? not like they're calling out WWE. It's just it's just That's the longstanding the standard. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, it does give him credit to call out that standard sometimes and say, well, we're not going to do this like it always happens. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's really just can we make some make something get over without doing it the exact same Yeah, way? exactly. You know I mean? you know, Is there a different way to do this? Um, so, but, yeah, I, I, all I wrote really was like after that, Omega and Paige, were, they look like they're struggling to get on the same page well, because of everything. Well, when you yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you know, it looked like they were, they were going to do something, but they didn't. They picked up the belts. Yep. And then when uh, you got Hangman grabbing his belts back and he's reaching back to hand Omega back his belt and he realizes Omega left the ring too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought that part was great. Um, I mean, it shows Kenny is just, about a, just as much about his business right now as the Bucks are. Yeah, yeah, Don, um, definitely. Not lost on me either. I mean, I, the only thing I could see at this point is the, the return of the cleaner that's going to leave him at the, you know. Yeah, uh, or maybe I don't know. We'll get to predictions soon, but I, mean, I, I have a feeling the, the, he was. Uh, feel, yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, this brings me to the next point. Uh, we did see Chris Jericho at some point, and he was requesting the presence of Orange Cassidy to be uh, watching his match with Joey Janela later on that night. Uh, you know, we did see Hager himself in a very uh, interesting uh, interaction between the two. They're both men of very little words, so uh, I, I like this segment where he did get him to you know it's in your best interest. <laughs> You know, it shoved his foot off his leg and stuff. But uh, we did get the match, Joey Janela versus Chris Jericho. Um, and Orange did show up with the backpack on, which was very weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you saw him in the segment earlier looking in his backpack, but it definitely made you curious. See, it's you know? funny because when I saw that, I thought it was supposed to be this imagery of Orange Cassidy is going in his bag. You know what I mean? See, I don't know if it was that or it was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you want me to come watch? I'll do my homework. You know what I mean? Like I was like, is he gonna be? Is he gonna pull a, a a notebook out and take note? I didn't know. But uh, this basically breaks down where Janela's outside. He attempts some sort of springboard attack from the second rope into the ring, and Jericho just drills him in midair with a beautiful code breaker. After that, he applies the walls to Jericho for the win. Uh, Post match, Jericho attacks Janela because. And, and the thing is too, I thought it was funny was Jericho was wearing a uh, orange tank top. I guess for mind games. But, uh, yeah, he takes the pad off the turnbuckle and rams Janela's head right into the turnbuckle. Uh, Cassidy kind of slides in to help out, but then uh, I think Hager intervenes. They're in there double-teaming Orange. And then Sonny Kiss came out, which I thought was a little ill-timed because I'm thinking wouldn't you have come, like, after they drilled your part? Well, face well, into the well, you, but, right. you wouldn't have given uh, Jericho the opportunity to drill your partner after the match, right? Yeah, exactly. And he does run in, and, and for you know Sonny's credit, uh, he I know she likes to be called she, but some of some people you know, but did hit a rolling elbow to Jericho, yeah, which nice. I thought was like, oh, okay, because he blind fed to it, not too bad. But then uh, you know, uh, Kiss gets dispatched by Hager. Basically, uh, you, you finally see a little comeback. You know, Hager gets sent outside. Satellite DDT by Orange. Um, Hager pulls him out of harm's way when he goes for the Superman punch. And then he finally reveals a bottle of uh, the bubbly, Jericho's own bubbly, in the backpack. And he all he really does is pour it out for his dead homies. Not really. but yeah, And yeah. then do a thumbs down. And I'm just like, I've had that 
and it's wonderful. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, even so, you're it, wrong. It, it was just like it, it could have gone without that part. Yeah, I and, mean, and the, they the bag, retreat from that. The That's bag was, was like not as much as a key part. No. Yeah, as, as they were making it seem like. Uh, before we roll through, didn't we have a, a Moxley promo at some point? Yeah, I was going to kind of get to all the Moxley stuff at the end, but we could knock it out now. I mean, he had a really good promo, in my opinion, uh, basically saying, this is it, kid. This is what you've been talking about, what you've been yapping about. This is your moment. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was really, really well done on his end. The only thing I could say that made me laugh out loud is, like, I was listening to Cornette talk about his last promo uh, against MJF, and he was like, why is like do they not allow this man inside the arena? Why is he always outside or on the side of something or in the back near some pallets? Or and it's like as soon as we see him, he's in the back near some pallets. And I was just like, but, yeah, but, but the thing is, he's not the only one though. No, definitely, but yeah, he's the most consistent. He'll be in the back like be, near, near a well, chain link fence outside. It's like where is this? Well, I'm like, not, I mean, well, you got you got Taz and Brian Cage oh, completely yeah. outside. Yeah, completely full, <laughs> you, full you, gear. You got you got you got Pac full gear in the middle of like some rain or something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was doing it all. Uh, but not yeah. One thing, one of the uh, key takeaways I did like away uh, from his promos, he said, everything you've done up until now, well, that was the easy part. Mm-hmm. And then he just has this slow walk off the stage. You know, the camera like, so you know, the hard part is getting through me at this point. So yeah. I did enjoy that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the way I took it, my takeaway was Moxley is ready for MJF. It yeah, seems no, like it, I mean, he was he was pretty confident and and um, I, I felt like comfortable. If that I, makes sense, I was sense. gonna say because there's been times where I I like what he the promos he does and he and he's doing great, but I'll be 100 percent real. There's times where I feel like he's just playing the best version of who he thought he should have been. Yep. either bef- you know if you would have taken the WWE trip out mm-hmm. or what he should have been. You know, in WWE, it sounds like sometimes he's just trying to be the best version of that as opposed to who John Moxley is. And mm-hmm. I'd say that's about 80-20. But you know um, what, though? I think, I mean, this, last Yeah, this week, wasn't one of those times. But yeah. no, 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 not at all. And just and to add to your point, too, yeah. I was going to say, I think you're the one that pointed out on this broadcast or this podcast, I should say, is that the people. I think the people being there, even though it's just 10%, even though they're, they're socially distancing, makes a difference. I think he can really thrive on, on off the you know the live crowd in, in a, a very good way. And I think that's always been a very integral part to his presentation. 100%, yeah, because he comes off a little bit, like you said, comfortable. And I think a lot of that comfort comes from a lot of people that they say the crowd's that that, that that unofficial barometer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Oh yeah, definitely. It I, I don't I think that he definitely he's one of the, the greater talkers in this generation for sure. So um I do think he gets more excited, a little bit more into it. Yeah, he gets uh, more in his groove. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Sometimes he might even throw something in there he wasn't thinking about, you know, but it just the chemistry of it all, the energy of him wanting to mm-hmm. I think it gives people a little bit more uh motivation to to improv while they're out there you know what i mean yeah definitely I, I just think when he's got a live crowd that's when he's like at the top of his game even I, if I he agree. is going off the dome I but agree. speaking of the aew world championship uh you know we did get more like you had mentioned earlier more uh announced contestants for this casino battle royale where the winner oh, will man, get a yeah. shot at the aew title i don't really want to go into this waste of i don't know it must have been 10 minutes. They had picture in picture. They came back from the break. No one wants to talk about it. But this is what we'll say. 
Sean Spears, Jake Hager, proud and powerful, and the best friends seem to, from the AEW side, are now added to this uh, Casino Battle Royale. They'd be joining, who was it, uh, the Lucha Bros, Butcher and Blade, Eddie Kingston, this, um, I mean, and then uh, Lance Archer. You got Ricky Starks, Darby Allin, of course, Brian Cage. I mean, we saw some of the people rush the ring from the barricade. I just think it was stupid. Yeah, like I, my, I got, who I got written down is mostly everyone you had said, which was you know the inner circle coming through. Obviously, mm-hmm. Cage, Ricky Starks, Ben, uh, you know Billy Gunn, obviously making his presence. Oh, known. that's right, in Austin Gunn. Um, yeah. In Austin Gunn, which I, I believe is one of the guys I couldn't. It does does Austin Gunn have a chest tattoo, by the way? Uh, I'm not too sure. No, no, no. Maybe okay. it's new, or but he does have a third, no, son, no, or so, second son as well. Because this is what I. These are the people I couldn't. I couldn't name. You know. Uh. Oh, actually, the Serpentico was there. Yeah. But then the last four that I – and this is, this is 24. This is the people you already said, and then me adding Billy Gunn. Me, who I'm assuming is is uh, going to be uh, his son in one of these uh, mm-hmm. because I didn't get the name. But Serpentico, chest tattoo, blonde, low-hawk guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Griff Garrison. I did see that low-hawk guy, yeah. Um, Button-up in jeans is who I think is uh, Austin. It may have been Austin Gunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was another guy who – Right in the beginning, he just ripped his shirt off, and he had, like, a, a black faux hawk. Yeah, I have no idea who that I've was. never seen that guy. Yeah, and I was thinking, at first I was like, I thought maybe Sean Maluda got a cut or something. Yeah, right. Um, but when you count all those guys up, that's 21, which if that's the lineup, hey, I'm not trying to take away opportunities from anybody, but it's kind of unfortunate. There was a rumor going around, obviously, with the inclusion of Thunder Rosa, her mm. being the current NWA Women's Champion. There was a lot of talk that possibly maybe one or two talents from uh, NWA. Uh, NWA was going to make an appearance. Um, I mean, I, th- I still think it's all up in the air. you know. Yeah, but I mean, that's part of what makes this uh, this whole match kind of exciting or the appeal. But, uh, dude, they, they haven't even talked about the rules. or not, like they, yeah. they The rollout hasn't been the same as it has the last couple in the, years. In the past, yeah, I mean, you there's know? a certain way they like to do it as well, too. And, I mean, from what I could tell, I don't think the Casino Royale is on part of the buyout. It looks like – or the buy-in, I should say. It looks like only uh, one match so far, but we'll get to that. But you did bring up Thunder Rosa. thought it was important to uh, bring her up because there was a good takeaway this week where she made her AEW debut. I thought this was very well done. Um, I think because last week we didn't really get a lot of build on the Sheeta match except for like this kind of taped vignette of like a contract signing. We didn't really – I don't think we even brought it up last week. But I, oh, I yeah, just well, would have liked to see – They were uh, gear ready for the, for the photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like a photo <laughs> video shoot, some weird – you know, Photo uh, But um, she had a great match, man. I, I mean, she went against Serena Deeb, a uh, former WWE, uh, obviously, almost a personality and talent. You know, I, I want to say she may have been uh, a coach at NXT. A little she bit was, too, she right? was a coach uh, right after she came back for the May Young um, Classational, yeah. and then I know before that she's you know had the uh, Straight Edge Society, uh, obviously, in, yeah. in, you know. In, Fame, I guess, if you want to call infamy. it that. Infamy, there you go. But, uh, yeah, uh, Thunder Rosa, man, I mean, and, and Serena, they – longer match than I thought. Uh, and the way I wrote it was they kind of – to me, they were the best women's match I've seen for AEW this year so far. Like, it was yeah, just – I was very much uh, invested. And it just lets you know, like, they need this caliber of athlete to make their – you know, the, the, the division a little bit more believable, I think, or more I legitimate. Don't know, I don't know if believability is the fact is the is the issue. I think it's more of just the appeal. The appeal, yeah, to yeah. the interest, the peak, the interest to get people to want to. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, because you know, I get it. They already gonna have a bad rap. I've watched it. I've been to these live events that you know these matches do become 
the bathroom matches, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, people are surprised when they come back from the bathroom, the match is still going on, and they're cheering their ass off. You know what I mean? So, um, with this match, uh, I, I double what you're saying. It's very much very different than the what I call the big man clusterfuck <laughs> yeah. earlier, just because of the fact that it was just like, you know, you had yeah, you had Kingston come out and he, he kind of helped out by saying, "You guys got to cut down on time. It's live TV. Yeah, we got to save time." And then I'm like, "Well, why are we saving time? You could have cut time out of all this for sure." Yeah, I mean, no one wanted and, and to give see me that. more of this Narosa match. It, yeah, it's where I'm going with this because much to what you're saying, great match. I love this match. And they did have time. Um, don't get me wrong. Not like they didn't have time, but no, I but hear they had you. A, that that segment. Yeah, just had a little bit more time than they. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh in, in comparison a, to this match, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, like, like, like I said, uh, obviously match known, you know, there to help Thunder Rosa get over as, you know, the spirit of competition, mm-hmm. um, you know, Deeb's veteran awareness, you know, kind of created a legit challenge for her. And that's what I really enjoyed. Um, you know, they could have tried to have her in there with one of their AW dark talents to make short work of, but you know, Thunder Rosa has a reputation for an in-ring work. So I'm yeah. glad they decided to go this route as opposed to the other way uh, to help showcase that because, it shows she's not scared of a challenge. It shows that she's not scared of, of being in the ring a long time to get it done. Which yeah, I mean, and I think they said she's only been going like six, six years. years. Yeah, and I think what's interesting, I was just reading she was uh, interviewed by Fightful and saying how she had never been contacted by uh, neither Impact or WWE before, but she was scheduled to go do a tryout, but. I believe like a flight or something like that. She didn't make her flight or something happened, uh, but it was to be a referee. If you could believe that, they really? never wanted her as a talent. And I think that's insane. She, you she's know, a dual sport athlete. Exactly. You know, and that was the thing too. Was eventually she couldn't make it because it was going to get in the way of her MMA training. So I thought that was. I mean, it's very interesting to know because I mean, they like I said, they could use her. You know, yeah, she's NWA World Champion. Um, like I said, my big thing is the appeal, like you had corrected me on with with the division, because I don't know if you heard, but like Tennille returned to Impact, and it would have been great to see Tennille Dashwood go to AW. You know I what I mean? Know, in ter- so I don't Matt know. Matt Cardona over there. I don't. Think oh, you know what? That's that's very true. Intermingling just causing very big true. Because I mean, well, you know what? I, I don't want to make it about that, but shout out to Thunder Rosa because you know what. If that you know what you're telling me about not being contacted by those companies and still look at what she's doing, look at the oh, yeah. look, look at the, what she like the the way she's paid for herself. She's making she's creating her own buzz. She's creating her own appeal. Only because by the time that they do, though, both those companies catch on. It's going to be too late. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So congrats to her. She's definitely made this opportunity for herself. So it's great to see her, and not even only in AEW, but you know the fact that she's going to be at all out. You know, it, it just you know. People like Shug D, Heather Monroe, all these other people that we've known that's come mm-hmm. in and do a shot. Like it's been really cool to see this, um, and even cooler to see that she's being part of history. This is the uh, the second annual All Out, uh, the third predecessor of All In. So mm-hmm. um, shoes to fill in terms of women's matches and those you know historic events in the past. So I don't have any uh, reserve, you know. I, I pretty any, any type of reservation. I, these yeah, two, they're, no, they're gonna you, bang it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I'm, sure. I'm definitely interested. And someone even tweeted to like this match needs to be more of a bigger deal than they're making. Oh it. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, agree. I I responded to that too because I feel like it's kind of like yeah, it's frustrating because the AEW should really feel lucky for that Thunder or Thunder Rosa grace their ring last night. 
in my opinion, and, and Serena. They just did a good job, and neither of them are officially signed to AEW, and I think that's what's most glaring. Yeah. But speaking of the AEW women's roster, that brings us to our next point in the match where Britt Baker basically makes it personal with Big Swole. We know they've been flirting with this uh, back and forth for a while. She's yeah, had the, the Yeah, I mean, she's had the leg injury, but they've been able to use her still in very yeah. inventive ways. Uh, and then, you know, she had, like, the nose surgery she had to get. I don't think that, you know, what happened on camera – warranted that but i think maybe she just needed the surgery probably, but yeah who knows? probably corrective surgery because remember she had that that kiss yeah that's uh, right. shirt that they made after she broke her nose in that match that's very true but um yeah i like this big swole she's interviewed at ringside and uh basically is calling out Britt baker says she'll even come to her job you know and uh <laughs> then she gets interrupted by uh someone who looks like Britt because you see someone wearing a mask but dresses like a pizza delivery person and it has a similar ponytail but it's rebel and uh, she gets blasted from behind. Not she, I should say. Reba. Big Swole gets blasted from behind while she's distracted by fake Britt Baker, who's really Reba, like you said. Reba. And uh, Britt Baker's <laughs> behind her, blasting with a uh, crutch, man. And uh, she locks in the lockjaw, which we haven't seen in a while, so it was what, good what, to what see is, that. What did she put on her? Was it like a glove that she put on her hand? I believe so. Or a face mask or yeah, something? Yeah, I think it's a uh, – she used to do the glove. I remember the first time she did it, I want to say it was against Sheeta or – I think it, it was – it was, or, it was Rio, maybe? One I think it was two. Rio because it was when she was in that tag match and she didn't – remember, or it wasn't a yeah. four-way where she was like – it was the same match she broke her nose, though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Remember because she was on the outside like, I don't care. I'm going to be over here with this uh, yeah. mandible claw on the outside not, yeah. not giving two shits about and winning I think, the match. I think Statlander was in there because she – Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she locked in on Statlander. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, that's uh, who it was. Thank you. It was yeah. Statlander. But she did lock in the lockjaw and then Rebel was rubbing pizza in her face <laughs> for <laughs> insult the, to injury. And then you got so Tony, thought, Tony freaking sticking up for the pizza company like – yeah, or not, not Tony. Who was it? Uh, somebody said. It, I think like, it was Jr. Or was it Excalibur? Maybe it was Excalibur. Because nah. Jr. is a he a barbecue guy. He, he I don't know if he very did. true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now so that that gets personal, and they have a match that uh, gets coined a tooth and uh, nail, or is it tooth and nail? Match? Tooth and nail. Yeah, and we'll get into that in a little second, and that brings us to our final point of the night, and it's uh, basically we got John Moxley in the main event. Yep. Uh, going against uh, MJF's attorney at Mark, law, Mark, Mark Sterling, Sterling yeah. who I was able to find out is uh, actually also behind the scenes the producer for the, uh, I believe it's the Major Figures podcast for uh, Brian Myers and, uh, Matt Cardona. and Mark Cardona. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And uh, he uh, basically, these were my notes, man. Mox toys with Mark Sterling, then drills him with a pair of dots. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And out, that's basically how it went, you know. And, um, you know, Wardlow comes in with the immediate uh, post-match beatdown. Yeah, you know, hits back-to-back F10s, um, which honestly I thought was a good look because you don't really see Moxley that incapacitated unless it's like Hager. I was just about to mean? say Hager's so, the first one. And maybe Brody. Yeah, Brody probably be a good one because that was no walk in the park when yeah. he beat Brody, you know. So, but uh, at this point, MGF does appear at ringside, uh, shoves away his walker and tears away his neck brace, rolls up his sleeves, you know, because everyone knew that he was feigning it the whole time. Uh, he oh, comes I, th- down I thought to he nicked ring. his neck while shaving again. He probably no? did. That's right. <laughs> I forgot that was that was a long one. Yeah, man. But uh, he rains down punches, kicks, eye rakes, the whole lot, man. Foot chokes, all that under John Moxley. Uh, at one point, Wardlow does place the diamond, or I should say, the dynamite diamond ring onto MJF's uh, finger, and then uh, restrains Moxley as MJF decks him in the face with it. Um, and you, are, I mean, Mox is shown busted open. You see MJF's like biting him, slapping, choking, punching him, uh, telling him fight, John, fight for them, and he smacks him. And I'm just like, man, that was kind of a weak slap, in my opinion. Um, not that I, I don't know. To me, I felt like I would have put a little bit more sting on there. 
Um, and then, you know, after that, Wardlow basically hands MGF the belt, who then poses with the strap over a bloody John Moxley to go off the air. I had a few notes here. Uh, one is that we talked about it. You could audibly hear Moxley, man. He's a good fucking guy because he's sitting there trying to help MGF get over. Yeah. Because no, people were heal. talking about, like, oh, man, MGF, sh- he, he looked way more aggressive. And I'm like, but yeah. you know what? I feel like he wasn't aggressive enough still. He, he could have like, went a little bit more, but yeah. uh, I don't think you want to give it all away. I think it was a little less is more, you know, but I think for a guy that picked you up and drilled you on your head, threw you through, you know, into a, uh, what was it, a podium? He just wants to be a papa. <laughs> That's the other call that JR yeah, said. Yeah, the yeah. papa, yeah. I was like, God damn it. But, uh, <laughs> and so I, know, I noticed that, and, and then while he's there, he's audibly telling MJF, you know, and it's just because the camera mic is too close. He says, go fucking nuts. Yeah. Which to me well, says, hey, man, go have a field day. Hit me. Like, I'm, like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. We'll talk. Like, we'll get, we'll, we'll get, uh, you know, get with it uh, later. Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't, don't even trip. Like, we'll, we'll talk about, I mean, like, let's just sell this shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Let's, let's get people invested in this main event. 50 bucks a pop. Let's go, kid. Exactly. And then the <laughs> other thing I saw was uh, Wardlow. Is when he was handing over, he picked up the belt and went to hand it over to MJF. He was staring at that belt for a few seconds before he gave it to yeah, him. Yeah, he was. You know, so I thought that was pretty important. Other than that, I think it's funny to uh, let everyone know what Mark Sterling said post match. He says, I'm okay, everyone. Spent the night in the local medical facility, but I'm on my way home now. Looking forward <laughs> to mowing the lawn, resting, and watching at the MJF. Win the title against the Vicious Maniac on Saturday. FYI, I do plan to pursue legal action based on quote-unquote excessive force. So I don't know if there's going to be some sort of uh, follow-up on like, that. Like, this may not be the last we see of old Mark Sterling. Yeah, but I do got to bring up, because it didn't make everyone happy, Jimmy Corderas had uh, this to say uh, on his Twitter sphere when watching the match. He wasn't impressed because, you know, they kept saying that Mark Sterling was a guy who had zero wrestling background. Uh, and so he wrote, uh, you know, he writes, so the guy with, quote, no wrestling training, bumps like a wrestler, takes a hell of a clothesline over the top, yeah, bumped, no, properly, was, yeah. bumped properly into barricades, etc. Okay. But then a, a, a fan reaches out and says, well, would you rather of him land or take a move unsafely? Or And he's like, the fact you asked this totally shows you don't understand. Well, you know? well, what the hell does he want? Right? So he goes, well, can you enlighten us instead of like, being like, so off-put? Yeah. And he says, you seem to be enlightened already like most fans today, so why bother? Oh, so you're just you're just gonna be a yeah. Like, I mean, it's so one thing. Guy, I mean, it's one thing. If did you would you prefer a guy who knows how to work to look like they don't know how to work? Like how they've been having Rebel do it. I man, I mean, yeah, which is kind of backwards, right? I mean, because that that was one thing I noticed is when he did say, "Oh, go for a punch," and then he just moved out the way and like. Because he, he rushed him, mm-hmm. and then uh, Moxley moved out the way, and he just went through the ropes. I was like, oh, come on. I'm like, because I'm, even me, a guy off the street, I can't do the whole dive through the ropes and land on my feet spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to see that, yeah, oh, he only had a, he only had a week, and then he did that. I was like, he landed on his feet as opposed to, like, landing, you know, ass over tea kettle, as Stone Cold always says when yeah. he tells the Triple H story. But, yeah, this, just... this guy wrote back, and he says, laugh out loud, I should have known better. Instead of maybe teaching us fans, all you do is bitch. How about something constructive to the people that enjoy following you? Yeah, and he that's, that's wrote, a great thing. Right? And he says, what you don't get is you're a fan. If I were an illusionist, am I obligated to explain how illusions are done? Bye with an exclamation mark. So then finally but the you're guy. But you're not a worker either. Exactly. So finally he says, I get it. 
but you can explain without giving away secrets instead of speaking down to people who are questioning what you're talking about. And he just said, how about not clotheslining him over the top rope for starters? But it just sounded like you just but, but, sound but, but, mad, but, but, Jimmy but, 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 Yeah, but why did it take so much for you to get to get you there? Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing. It's like you can't sit there and say it's a losing this. I'm not going to give up the secrets. When you're the one who brought up the conversation. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, if you if – you, like, why, why contradict someone else's magic trick if you're not even going to talk about why you're upset with it? Like, it, it's just – like, ugh, dude, his his whole – no, never mind. What? His whole what? I'm just saying, I mean, there's slide of the wrist and there's just, I don't know, clunky worksmanship. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, what do you, you in what way? Which what you, one? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, like, I want to understand your point, but you think I'm – this you could tell he immediately thought that his initial comment of "Well, would you have rather him do this or yeah, do that?" Was just was sarcastic. Take, yeah, yeah it and was he was like, taken out of and it was actually a question. Yeah, so yeah, but uh, yeah, that was the night uh, go home week for uh, All Out this Saturday, got an- uh, which got, is uh, happening. Had another match actually added. Uh, I think right before the, uh, the main event, it was what the eight on eight or the the four and four eight man. No, that was actually added last week, but we didn't know wh- which members of Dark oh, that's Order true, were yeah, going to be part of and that. And they still so. have—they still didn't really. No, specify, they, they right? actually did. Yeah, I got is it I Brody. Got, uh, Brody, uh, we'll get there, but yeah, it's, Brody is part of that match. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just tell you, it's Brody, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Cabana. Oh, I was wondering if Cabana was going to yeah, be. It's, so, it's their upper four. Okay. That no. Well, that's the thing is Cabana's never tagged with them. Like, and 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 not like, with. It, e- well, you know, like like when when they've had beef with someone else, like like they had that match uh, at uh yeah with SCU uh, against SCU, right? Well, I was gonna say yeah at uh what was it um Fighter Fest, I think. <sighs> yeah, well, which, or Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the, the yeah. Two. So yeah. I remember that, but uh, but since then you haven't really seen like they've been picking choosing when you see Cole with them, and you know they yeah. always like to keep Cole away from the bad energies. You know well, what yeah, I mean? He, so he's got that gold in his skin, man. Who but knows? yeah, you know it's interesting <laughs> though because the fact that. Uh, Colt and Scorpio are both in this match, so I'm wondering if they're going to revisit some of that SCU stuff, That's which, what which I was brought thinking. him in to begin with. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, but um, I mean, we might as well, we could start with that match if you want. I mean, we've. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Dark Order, and that, and just so you guys know who are listening, it's the Dark Order again uh, with Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Stu Grayson, and Evil Uno. They're going to go against the uh, team of the Natural Nightmares, QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, tagging with Mar- uh, Matt Cordona, his first a I would say uh, AEW event. Well, not event. Yeah, I guess pay per view. Pay per view. Yeah, and uh, Scorpio Sky. I liked <laughs> I liked the little vignette though where he's he was like, like, like work at this company. I got nothing yeah, to lose. and he's like I, I know how you feel, big man. You feel hungry, slighted. Yeah. Join the fucking club, yeah. and I was like, "Man, okay, you already showing me that Which, you're not, you know, yeah, long, you know, ice I, long or what is it, Long Island, Long Island, IZ. IZ. Well, I, I liked it because of the fact that he didn't wait for someone to say it about him. He he he." said it yeah, about himself yeah. at the expense of someone else so, exactly so. uh which kind of takes that away from people i mean because i, I that's what i worried about is like okay well so oh you're you're a re- you could even cut it in the bit in new york you yeah. know what i mean they always got to say some shit you yeah. know yeah um, i mean in terms of predictions uh i i feel like it makes the most sense for dark order to continue rolling i mean the forward. way even when when they rolled that that footage uh you know last mm-hmm. night to hype that video it was in the middle of the whole melee or the 21 21- yeah. Battle Royale, whatever, yeah. and you had Jim Ross saying actually some complimentary things about them before it rolled. So, yep. um, yeah, I think that they're trying to take what they or what a lot of people viewed as their biggest joke. Because mm-hmm. uh, dude, we were there live, double or nothing. We we knew how people were kind of clowning on them, and it's been a long road for them. You know, yeah. Um, the tag matches we've always heralded. Um, it's just 
the lack of direction and personality. Um, obviously, BTE's helped a little bit with that. I don't think it should be <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, what's the word fused in to what they do on actual programming. Yeah. It should definitely be separate with the exception of small details. Like, like they should never bring up the Chili's thing on, on dynamite. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I did like how like Anna J on BTE collected, yeah, collected the 20, that $20 bucks. which is, which is all just a freaking tweet. That's yeah, what I love about that, dude. I, I knew in my head, I was like, Quincy is laughing yeah, so loud 100%. right now somewhere. So, but yeah, I, I think it makes the most sense for Dark Order. You going with Dark? I'm Order I'm going as well? with Dark Order as well because because sure, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm I guess I'll join you oh. when it comes to the Dark Order, huh? You see, Wake he like up. that. <laughs> oh. Definitely, man. Well, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't go from the very beginning. We did talk about this not too long ago, but we do have the uh, the match that's part of the buy-in. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, returning in her best form as as she can. I'm sure Reba will be not too far behind, but facing Big Swole in what they've called a tooth-and-nail match, and I've had it on good uh, – got good sources from a good old – Uncle Dave Meltzer here. Unky Dave. Unky Dave, letting people know it's actually uh, going to be uh, AEW's first cinematic uh, match. Um, it's I don't know. I mean, they said it won't be live, and it might have already been taped by now. But uh, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's going to be at Britt Baker's dentist office. It sounded like it was. She said, "I'm coming to your job." Like I thought that was just good for the promo. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I didn't think, realize. I think what they they were they, doing. they had they wanted her to try to come up with something and she's like oh i know how to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 trust me tony i got this um oh yeah she killed it i i think that this is the best case scenario because i don't something tells me that Britt baker's not 100 percent cleared mm-hmm. um i think she probably has um probably probably like maybe 90 percent mobility yeah and you know what i'm wondering if statlander would be good to go soon too because she had a similar uh she went down with a similar imagery maybe two weeks after baker yeah did, that was so. yeah that was real crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah, you know, I'm hoping for Big Swole, um, only because I feel like she needs the momentum, even though they keep starting and stopping whenever they like to feature her on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is good that it is does revolve around Britt Baker because obviously Britt Baker is probably the the most talked about talent of the women's division mm-hmm. without having the belt around her. So, yep. and the fact that she's been able to do so without being in the ring uh, the last couple months has been obviously. Uh, no, no short feed that gets overlooked. So yeah, I mean, like um, I said, they found very inventive ways to to use her on the show. And and but know? that's my, I think that's my point is because she's so strong mm-hmm. without having to even take a, a W home the past couple months. Oh, I see. She could still take the L, but I still don't. As, as, I, I I want Big Swole to win, but the fact that it might be at her home office, I guess, advantage. Yeah, that's uh, true. She may get a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when you think Home about court. it, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go for Britt Baker. Same. Um, only because when you think about it, she's never had one comeuppance. Like, that attack on TV was probably the, last, the only time she's ever had a comeuppance against Big Swole from, like, her throwing the paper at her face. Yeah. From her getting trash thrown on her. But, but what did she call her? Basura, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah. Well, low key, though, she did get her temporarily suspended. That's true. So, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's. I, the what reason I pick Baker is because I think Swole will still get her comeuppance. It's just not time. I mean, they've been b- biding time, like you said, because you of the tell. injury. You yeah, you know. So I think it makes more sense that Baker will take this one, especially it being cinematic. It's not a actual match, definitive match. I don't know how one wins a uh, tooth and nail match. You know, it's it's a totally it, it, new concept. That's so. true. It, it could be she could just run her out of the office, and she's like, "I'm gonna get you, girly," and, yeah, then, yeah. and that's it. See, exactly. You know I mean? So, but I'm gonna go Britt Baker DMD on this one, sir. For sure. Uh, I'm a uh, I'm gonna go Britt Baker as well. Like I said, I 
fan me wants Big Swole logic in terms of actual predictions and what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's telling me uh, Britt Baker can use the win since she's been uh, on the shelf for a while. Definitely. Um, after this, I guess we can go. Do you want to try the? I guess uh, in terms of importance, I mean that's the thing too. Twenty-one man battle royal, casino battle royal. They're not yeah. even saying what it's for. No, they said it's it, 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 the winner gets an AEW championship match. I don't know when. I don't know where. It's just so. Um, I think. I mean, we talked about it so last soon. week because Cage being such a huge integral part or centerpiece for this, it just sounds very similar to the ladder match that he debuted. I was, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the double um, or double or nothing. That was the pay-per-view that, yeah. that we saw that. At. And yeah. so long story short, my guess is, I, I mean, can we do one in a dark horse here? Cause I'm going to go Lance Archer, Darby Allen as my lead in <sighs> the, dark. Those horse. are probably the two I was thinking of too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I look at the names, I mean, pineapple Pete, possibly, Nah, uh, Sean Spears sounds like a good name, and he could use something right now. But I don't. Th- there is don't something know. to be said with the way that he was presented uh, when he came out too. It was weird though, because I it, let me rephrase. It felt weird because I felt like I haven't seen him with Tully. Yeah, uh, collectively on on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I, I know he's been doing his thing on Dark, but um, man, see another guy that that would have done way. And I said this last week. Uh, Scorpio Sky should have been in this match. I would have picked him. Yeah, or I mean, I'm hoping like a Kip Sabian's in there. I know I heard, I heard yeah, you I say his name earlier today, and I was just like, that's kind of. A, I mean, he's been on TV. He's been kind of working with Penelope and and Britt and that whole thing. But I wonder if that's where they're going to use him at for All Out, is you know during the cinematic match or whatever. Possibly. But uh, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going. I'll probably go. Yeah, I'm just going to go Darby and Lance Archer. I don't know which one's the lead and the dark horse. It's just it's tough because like I'm try- I'm going based on who I think will leave champion, but you got to be hypothetical too, but yeah. Well, no lie, like I was thinking myself like those two to be honest cuz I was thinking whoever gets the next title shot is probably going to go. I mean, look, I I don't know if it's going to be MGF versus Darby mm-hmm. or if that's going to mean, you know, I'm I'm thinking who would I like to see? I don't know. John Moxley versus Lance Archer yeah. would be pretty. I mean, they that's they That's exactly my thought process. They have a pass obviously. They have the Texas uh uh tornado match the, and the, the, the New the, Japan. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, the Texas death match. Yeah. Um yeah, You're for right, the, uh, the United States Heavyweight Championship and New Japan. Um so it kind of writes itself. I mean, mm-hmm. I would love I mean that's the thing. I don't know if I don't love this version of him yet, and I guess he's trying to figure out what this version of him yet. And I'm talking about Jake Roberts because mm-hmm. I would love to see him versus Jake Roberts on the mic for sure. You know, yeah. tit for tat. But, oh, that'd be great. But um, he's all know, over the place. Yeah, he has to stay away from the from the squirrel, <laughs> busting a nut it, and all this stuff. It's weird because man. I wonder if like they just need to not and not not to egg the song, but like or draw the song. I just think they work best. Jake works best backstage. In, in a vignette, in a, in a uh, pre-tape. I agree. Because he knows what he's got to do. He hits his marks. He hits the words. And then when he comes out on a live mic, it's just he just – he knows what he wants to say, but then it feels like he wants to, like, ham it up a bit, and we don't got time for that. You know what I mean? And so it's either you keep him backstage in those roles or you stop giving him – stop putting him, putting him in segments that are specifically timed. It clearly doesn't work. 
You know what I'm saying? No, he, and, he, and, yeah. it, and it hurts every segment he's been in when you can tell he's going off the rails. It's yeah, kind of like the Roddy uh, Piper effect. Remember when he used to get yeah. a, 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 and he would just draw on, and you're like, and, I love and, you, Roddy, but I know that's you not what tell, you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, you could tell because he would talk over the guy that's trying to, you know, like like a Miz would be trying to like yep. curtail him, and he's like, look, kid, you're not going to do what yeah, you, yeah. I know what you're trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'm going to get the crowd back into this the mm-hmm. way I'm going to get him back. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just um, – see, that's the thing. is like uh, – I got the same two picks. I'm, I'm going through my head. I'm like, Cage already got his shot. Yep. Um, I don't too see early Starks. Starks yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I don't see Billy Gunn. Um, I don't see Jake Hager, who already had a shot as well. I still think there's there's a potential for there to be a surprise entrant. True, um, very true. I almost feel like it could be Cobb. Cobb keeps talking about, I signed somewhere, but I will reveal it when I want to reveal it. You know, and it sounds like it's almost like he wants the company. Okay, maybe that's what he did because it sounds like he wants the. Oh no, no, no! He just participated in the strong style evolved. Oh, um, so, so so he may, was there for that, but so I maybe don't, not under contract, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Which is so. not on. I mean, obviously, look what he did with when he came in for that shot. Yeah, for so. uh, for AW. So yeah, he just said whenever that company wants to reveal it, that's when he's going to like reveal. It sounds like he wants to time it with them. So I don't know. Maybe a, a guy like Cobb, maybe not. I don't know. But I, I still stick with Lance and Darby. But they, I think they you have know, a chance here to really throw in a sleeper pick I, I'm, that I'm, you I'm wouldn't a, expect. I'm going to pick Darby and Sean Spears. Oh, nice. Okay. So we'll do it that way. I, I don't want to. I mean, because we, yeah. the, the first two, we, we, we didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're twins, but goddamn. Come, come on, man. <laughs> well, we get to one gimmick match uh, for the. I was going to ask you about that. Did you think there's a little bit too many gimmicks or. St- Steps on this card. It's all out. Yeah, yeah, and I, think, and I think that's, that's why it's it's like whether it's all in or all out. I think you kind of have a built-in excuse. Like we got to make this, and and I feel, that's how I look at it. It's like yeah, you can look at it as oh, we don't have all the titles on the line, and Brody not defending so so soon, and he's in that that multi-man. But it's like. You know what? But they're giving us a pretty jam-packed like tag match. Yeah, like star you know? power wise. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I would just think you know obviously the casino battle royale, but then you had the tooth and nail match, and then mm-hmm. you had uh, other matches that had gimmicks, but other things attached yeah. to it, like the broken rules. But yep. if Hardy le- uh, loses, he's leaving AEW. Yeah, and, and, and uh, the yeah, world the- championship match, but then the paradigm shift is banned. You know what I mean? So true. And then you got the Mimosa Mayhem yeah. match, and 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 I thought that the Thunder Rosa Hikarushita was cha- uh, championship for championship, but I guess no, it's just it, for the the one. I title, mean, right? it clearly is champion versus champion but it is only the only title on the line yeah you're right it's the AEW world women's title so for sure but for sure. uh what the you, digress, you did say though, the yeah. broken rules match i think yeah. it is important to go over that we got matt hardy going against sammy guevara guevara obviously just won the table match last week they had like a sign battle this week it wasn't worth really mentioning i mean it, it was a weird segment right it really but was, um yeah. but we should get down to this great signsmanship because they called it yeah definitely definitely <laughs> whoever's writing those are good but uh this is Matt. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's I, I saw that it was called a Daly's Place deletion match, but I only see it being phrased as a broken rules match. I don't know if deletion is something they can't use. Use I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a last man standing match basically, and um, I believe it. There has to be a winner, no matter what. It could the fall can land anywhere. In, in the arena, like literally anywhere, or maybe. So in it's the, a fall, false call anywhere, last man standing match. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. Like you can go wherever you, you want, but the, there has to be a finish. There has to be a winner. And, of course, like you said, if Matt doesn't win, he has opted to leave AEW forever. So uh, with that being said, does Sammy need the win more? Yeah. But I think Matt Hardy is probably going to win. That's just my opinion. 
Um, I'm actually going to go for Matt Hardy stepping away for a while. Wow. Okay. I think that, um, look, he took a hell of a shot to his face, man. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe, and I don't think it's on some, let me reevaluate. I think it's just on some, let me just take some time. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I don't see how he didn't get a concussion. Yeah. Getting hit with that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's tough, too, because you feel bad, right? But then, Absolutely. then they play the vignette, and, it's just and like, then you go, it, it, well, you've kind it, of been, like, killing Sammy for a little bit. Like, you hit him twice. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and then the fact that it makes you think uh, that, dude, <laughs> it makes you, like, freaking know. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, before <laughs> they had their table match, like, Rebby called Matt on, on the phone, like, Hey, yo, give him buck fifty on the side of the head. Straight for up. real, straight up. For the family. Scar for scar. For scar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, it's just it is. I mean, there's a lot of you know, it happens that way. We've heard about it a lot of times. Even like Jericho and Shawn Michaels, how he, you know, his wife didn't get out the way in time, and he kind of put a little bit too much mustard, too much mustard on the on the punch. But it added an actual much needed layer, layer of, yep. of, of personal turmoil to make that match even. And it just certain, certain things happen and fall into place. Another one. Seth Rollins freaking breaking John Cena's nose yep. uh, before the SummerSlam match. You know what I mean? Um, just things that kind of fall in place to help make things more juicier. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want Matt to get hit in the face, but it made it great. And then, you know, the, yeah, the, the follow-up with the, again, how Sammy was busted open last week. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Sammy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we may see something different coming from Matt. Because he he was already you know he had made that public statement about he was going to step away from the personalities for a little bit yeah um and I don't know if that's just all you know just a huge work as well that that we're all just playing into because even on BTE we'll see him you know kind of dipping out so I mean I'm gonna go Sammy Guevara on this one actually that mark ass bitch because that's the thing is like Sammy has uh he has in the inner circle yeah. Matt Hardy is not as strong with the elite as they Though once I were with the Stampede match. You know what very I mean? true, but I've also noticed that um, they haven't been messing with Matt uh, unless, during this. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all been Sammy and him. Well, one now, up. well now that I think about it, he does have a private party, and they're not even on the card, I don't believe. Well, he did say that he will always be there for private party when he kind of coined the I'm, I don't die Hardy or die hard Hardy, you know, that yeah. version of him. So, to me, I took it as... You're not going to flank them anymore, but you're not saying they can't come to you backstage. It's kind of how it looked. But I was going to say. When I'm in this mood, back away. Well, not Vanguard, <laughs> but what's the other one? The the new one? What was it? Neo or oh, something yeah. like that? I forgot. It's like a it's something an organism. Yeah. 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 Wow. But uh, so I got mad. You got Sammy G. Uh, what do you think about this Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express match? Um, I think that we're probably. I think that they're going to put over Jurassic Express. To be I honest. think so too. I think it's about that time they've been flirting with it. You know, they went against the Elite, then the whole thing with Marco happened and Kenny, and then they like honestly you know, Nick Nick Jackson one. versus Jungle Boy might be really good. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, I think they, they have a very similar style. But yeah, that was quick. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Junk Jurassic Express. I, I think it's because there's nothing attached to this. It's yeah, just it's straight. The, you know, cut and clean tag yeah, match. It's really the last match to be added. So. Uh, this takes me to the uh, Mimosa Mayhem match. Chris Jericho bye versus bye. Orange Cassidy, a.k.a. the rubber match. It's hard, man, because I'll be honest with you, I don't really give a shit. I, I, none of this, to me, is like what I wanted to see from this. 
I honestly um, don't. Really, I, I get mean, they got to go all out because it's all out, and they got this. You know, we talked about the eight gallon, or yeah. eighty gallon vat, and I mean, orange juice and champagne. I get it, but it's not a match. He 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 was able to pique a little bit of interest for me, and it's because they did. Have, he did get asked about it, mm-hmm. and he said that inspiration from you know the whole gallon tank thing. Mm-hmm. It came from I forgot the guy's name. You know, no, no disrespect, Jericho. You know, his references are, are mad crazy, but it was like a like an old school like Japanese wrestling type match where you know remember when people used to be like mm-hmm. uh, oh I know what you mean freaking if you, like if like, you lose you got to jump in a vat of uh, salt water it, yeah it's and, like a barbed wire match and then mm-hmm. yeah whoever loses jumping jumping like a like like lemon water or something yeah. um, something where it's like it's just this huge tease and it's like you know just mm-hmm. drama and and I can imagine him probably watching it one day I'm like yo this is pretty cool but I don't think you're gonna get Probably that doesn't same, translate well, yeah. I mean, because it's fucking mimosas. Like, like bitches get drunk off this for brunch. I, I was going to say, like, <laughs> like it's not like that, that's real, you know, and I think it's, well, it's two things. That one specifically, it's not anything that I would be scared. Like, I would, like you said, I could go to a brunch and spill one on me right now and it's not going to ruin my day. It'll ruin my, my, my brunch. My, my and might burn I'll, your eyes a little bit. Yeah, yes, and I'll go home yeah. and I'll change and I'll rinse it out. It is what it is, you know, but it's not as, you know, like appetizing as, oh, you guys are having this crazy barbed wire match where there's bound to be cuts and bruises I and, mean, and, 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 and sit, all that I'm, lacerations I'm, and then you got to jump into a pool of things that enhance the pain for that i mean there's 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 the the properties of oranges that are they're similar to the lemon juice so nah, I, I'll, I'll give them that i'll give them that right? maybe alcohol in a bit but i think yeah. the second thing is i feel like they've already given this away Jericho's yeah. been doused with orange juice, so we already know what that looks like. He, he's and been then, freaking jumped with, yeah. Right? He had, he had a little, orange, little, orange got jumped with the champagne, yeah, so we swirly. know what that looks like. So I'm just like, all it's going to be is somebody that gets a you – know, it's like the bloodbath, except there's, it's not going to be cool. You know, someone's in yeah, a, or, think, or when Stephanie got shoved in the, you know, it, it against, was uh, going against Vicky Guerrero and that, yeah, and that thing. puddle. That, yeah. that I was gonna say that, that freaking swimming pool of pudding, and yeah, even though it wasn't supposed to be pudding or whatever, or I mean, whatever it was supposed yeah. to like mud wrestling. Yeah, because I was whatever, gonna say but, like without something there that's like an actual threat or something that's unpleasant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, like Kevin Owens, you know, in the freaking uh, urinal or or, or yeah. porta potty. You yeah, know what I'm saying like nothing. something that you don't want to find yourself in. Yeah, but it's like. Dude, if it's like summertime and you want to get freaking wasted and there's a big ass freaking, I don't know, a huge gallon tub of mimosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know some people that are going to dunk themselves in that thing willfully and not wait for someone to throw them in there. And yeah. they might get thrown in there. Yeah. But it's like it's not a danger. That's the word. There's no real danger. You know, yeah, besides it, it from losing the match. Hokey. It just seems yeah. yeah, I it, mean, but it, what, it's just, oh, I'll be the one embarrassed soaked in orange and champagne. I mean, with that, maybe said, you'll be so drunk you won't even care. I'm, I'm gonna go for Jericho. I'm going Jericho. I'm too. hoping just we can just have a one and done it, and he can move on to better, better, thing. better things. Yeah, because him, I'm still waiting for like Jericho and Hardy. That's <sighs> yeah. what I want to see. We didn't get that in WWE. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think so. A yeah. singles run, a solo. No, that, that's what I've been waiting on. Is like, okay, cook up Sammy and, so you can get to the big fish. And honestly, I mean? too, because uh, even though people say a lot about his debut with the the visual effects, like what they were saying to each other was really good. Yeah, exa- um, and that's why I thought it was inevitable. Yeah, it was really. I mean, it's two vets from the same guy. You know, mm-hmm. not the same path, but the same you know roots. Definitely. Um, 
definitely interesting. Instant, you know, interest peaking right there. But, yeah. but uh, this, so uh, that was that was both for Jericho on that one. Yep. And uh, I was just gonna get to the last three, which would be our title matches for the night. First being we talked about it, Hikaru Shida. She is the reigning AEW World Women's Champion, defending against Thunder Rosa, who's the reigning NWA World Women's Champion. Um, this is hard for me because I want Thunder Rosa to have like a stellar match, and she will. And I think Sheeta works very well. She's a very good worker. So I know this is going to be a bang out match, but I don't know if I want to see Sheeta get ta- like her game get elevated because of Thunder Rosa, because I don't know what that does down the line. That just makes her further ahead of the pack from the rest of the division. If Thunder Rosa is st- st- uh, planning on sticking around, you know what I mean? And so I don't know, but I guess you know, just for the sake of it, I'm gonna go Thunder Rosa because I think it'd be cool to see some sort of cross promotional drama if she just shows up at NWA Power or something. I don't know. I mean, I know they're not running right now with the internet shows, but I don't know. Could be. No, cool. I mean, uh, I've been going back and forth with this. I mean, because of the fact that I don't know. I mean, in our in our eyes, it's like, oh, it does favors for like you know, it's giving people looks. Favors. It's, it's giving the, the 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 division looks that it needs to have someone like Thunder Rosa, like you said, you know, to, to grace the division. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. From a bigger picture, if that makes them look like they're doubtful of their own crop of talent, yeah. Um, so Thank that's you. you know, because when you look into it, it's like this person doesn't even work here technically. Mm-hmm. They're bringing them in for this big shot for All Out, yeah. Which is again in the same vein of, of the spirit of how they book these shows. You know, they had that that incredible four way match with like the yeah. likes of Tessa and, and All In, yeah. You know, uh, t- yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so. We've seen some cross-promotional stuff uh, in the past, you know, whether they were officially AW or not. And not um, to interrupt you, but Sheeta did open the door. Yeah. say, hey, it don't got to be this promotion. So that does help a little bit. Yeah, you and, know? And, and, and that's true. So I guess I, I'm trying to figure out, does Thunder Rosa come back for more than one shot? Yeah. Um, is she kind of on that on that Mark Cardona deal? Uh, you mm. know what I mean? I, I, I want to say Hikaru's going to gonna retain um, only because if it's not her, then who else? You know what I mean? Like, and she hasn't like, really been tested, tested. And I, I feel like she has, but after Nia or no, I'm sorry, Nyla, mm-hmm. like she has been struggling to find someone on that competitive level that she wants to, she would prefer to be showcased on. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing against, uh, you know, Penelope, uh, Ford. I thought it was hell of, uh, it was it was a good match that they had. I didn't see them pushing her to the moon like that so quickly. Yeah. Obviously, they needed someone in, in in the pinch that they had their top heels out with the ACL injury, yep. and then you got uh, also one of their top uh, faces. Uh, faces that are out with I think what double knees is it double both her knees? No, it's just the one, but she's still rehabbing. And then you know I think some people are uh, have been a lot of them have been affected. I mean, like B got released because oh you know they what couldn't fly out. Some okay, other people I, I, can't come out. Okay, you're going for Thunder Rosa, right? Um, I believe so. I'm going for no contest because Nyla Rose is too quiet. Hey, you right. Where's she been at? You're right. And she just lost to what the semis or the quarterfinals for the uh, deadly draw. You're right. And uh, or it could you could even have them two come in and beat both of them up. Diamante and uh, 
Oh, and, uh, Ivelisse. and Ivelisse. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's another. I mean, I think that we're going to get a, non, a non-finish. Okay. Because there are going to be some people, maybe some women that are going to feel like, uh-uh, it ain't just y'all yeah, two. Yeah, and we Why? just won the cup. How are we not on but, but all Nyla, out? But Nyla would be right in that fit of, yeah. of you know, why y'all putting focus on her and she don't even go here type of, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I think we might see a little emergence from the native beast here. I'm going to go no contest. No doubt. Um, that's a that's a it's brave. We don't usually get that one. It's usually with the asterisk, it's usually so me that like does the that. no contest and it never yeah. happens. No, hey, 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 not for nothing, baby. So we got a thunder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this brings me to uh, the AEW World Tag Team Championship match: Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, going against FTR. Um, I'm gonna go FTR. I I see. They yeah. have had a long run. Um, even though it goes back and forth between are they a real team? Are they two singles guys? Either way, they've had the most impressive tag team run, title run, uh, since SCU. And I don't think SCU yeah. kind of properly held it as long. I like that they won it first. Yeah, they wanted – I felt bad because I felt like they won it at a time where the company – this is going to sound weird. The company didn't feel official – until that first episode of Dynamite, right? Yeah. So it was almost like they were kind of they held it in limbo while waiting for the debut of the show, um, and almost like their reign started over as soon as they were on T, like on screen. That's when they're who's there. that you're talking about? Uh, SCU. Well, if you remember, they didn't have tag tag team champions when the show started. They had to they had to do a tournament. Did they? I, I could have sworn that they they uh they, they didn't. No, I remember because Dark Order got a buy and it was like a whole thing. Well, I remember that like the fight for the fall and stuff. But I could have sworn that they didn't have a or was that at their first pay per view that they crowned them? I, I I believe it was the no um who was it was I'm trying to remember who was in the finals. It was SCU and because because I could have sworn that they won those on, on a dynamite. I think SCU did win them. I think the finals were on a dynamite. It might have been before, like the. But I, I do remember that Omega and Page won them on the Jericho cruise. It was like, really? yeah, against SCU because it was the same episode. MJF got thrown in the pool, and so I know they they won them then um, on on the cruise. I think it was like January. So they've been champions for a while. Yeah, they they beat the Lucha Brothers. And, uh, oh yeah, it was the end of October. There you go. So yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you're right. They uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page they beat them. SCU. Yeah, got you. Yeah, so I mean they've had it since January. In the Bahamas. That's a really long tag team title run, despite it being quarantine or lockdown era. Like that's a long time. So I'm gonna go FTR. It all they're missing are the belts. They got the manager. They got the look. They got the contracts. They got the walk, the talk, the music. They got rid of the truck on a long-term basis. Let's get these belts and keep it going, man, because then that way everybody knows we want to see a more higher uh, stakes match between the Bucks and FTR for sure. No, and, and that's the thing. It's like that's what makes it even uh, greater because you know that they're still going to keep them away from each other for yep. the time being. Um, I'm going to go FTR as well because everything you just said, the manager, they got everything in place. They're just waiting for that next thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you also take into – consideration that the built-in drama that's obviously i mean we've been seeing mm-hmm. little little seeds being you know uh pretty much being being spread for for a, a potential cleaner yep. return which i mean when you think about it that's the best way to, how, how do you how do you book this split up because you know they were going to split up at, one, at yeah. some point because they always hammered home two singles guys two singles guys not two members of the elite yeah. two singles guys yeah you know not I mean? two friends yeah two singles guys and they were all friends but we all know how this has deteriorated as the time has gone on but i, I hear you i mean it'll be i've been waiting to see hangman and 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 
Omega implode because I think that program is fucking money. No, it's I was just say, yeah, so it, great. It's it'll I, I be could, good a revolution for, probably. Right? I could see, but and, or, and the thing is, ever, I thought yeah, when they first started that would be a good match. For oh, I'm Paige. sorry, full gear at full gear yeah. at full gear, yeah, for Paige. But now I'm very, I'm very convinced that this is a good match for both guys because Paige needs to be brought back to the main event mentions of when since yeah. he lost against since Jericho and drank himself and, out, of, right? out of contention, and then much. Omega, right? Because Paige could be. I'm surprised he, he didn't challenge Cody. Yeah. Like, well, how you not challenge Cody or something? You know, but you know, he was a tag champ. I, I get it, but you know what I mean. Like, like there's other singles roads he could have gone, but he didn't want to. So it's it's. We got to get reintroduced to him as a singles guy, and then Omega ain't done really much in, that's impressive based on his yeah, tenure in Japan. So and people have been freaking yeah begging for him to just flip the switch. So so a new I uh, think it's a best versus both. a cleaner that would be a very intense match. I mean, and, and, and even if this is the crossroads, you look at the individual roads they're going to go on. I mean, you, you look at Hangman. I just watched last uh, you know uh, all all out last uh, from last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it was him versus Jericho to crown the world champion. Yep. that crowd did not want him to be champion. As much as they cheered him when he walked out with the horse, yeah. When that match was there, and, and granted they were burnt out because of the uh, the Escalera uh, yep. the Mortos match, mm-hmm. but you could tell they wanted Jericho to be that first champ. Yeah, I think now since a, a year's time, Hangman's done a great job of showing what he brings to the table, character wise, mm-hmm. contender wise. He's gotten you know he, he obviously gets people that cheer for him, but now he's also getting people that are reacting emotionally invested in what he's doing mm-hmm. now. So I think he's brought, you know, the fact that he's not just another hey, – I'm not just one of the elite's homeboys that are just, like, yeah. lingering in, in the title contention picture. I can bring something to the table, and I can make you actually get moved, pissed, happy, whatever you need me to do. They need me to do, I'm going to do it, and, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to do it, and you guys are going to look at me differently now. You know, so yep. I, I think he really did a lot within his year span of uh, building his stock in comparison to a guy like Kenny Omega, already a household name, has mm-hmm. a bunch of reputation following him. Um, you know, and obviously, again, all the complaints from his work rate this year and a little bit of last yeah. year, um, not being new Japanish and all this stuff. So, again, I think the opportunity for both guys to go their separate ways and, can, you know, at the same time, being able to take both their careers to the next level that they need to do mm-hmm. to gain this interest, I think is going to be a good look. Um, FTR, man. Yeah, I mean, be good long-winded, but yeah, FTR. FTR, buddy. That brings us to our main event. And, uh, I mean, you say it's long-winded, but, hey, it's a long card. They announced that this thing's set to go from 8 to 11.45 Eastern, so that, that, nearly I mean, four hours, which is unheard. I won't say unheard of, but I've never seen an AEW show go that long. Uh, Full Gear was that long when they had the unsanctioned match because we were there for right. a long time. Mm, okay, that's, man. Yeah, because yeah, we, we were surprised. Yeah, that's yeah we were right, surprised. We were right. like, yo, it's almost 11 for real. Oh, shit, we got one yeah, more they, match. They start like, 11.45 p.m. on the east side. Yeah. We'll see, man. But, yeah, we uh, have, of course, our AEW World Championship match. John Moxley defended the title against Maxwell J. Friedman. Um, you know, I really like Mox as a champion. I think he's done a great job. Um, but something tells me he wants to take some time off now that his wife's got to stay home for 90 days, which I was able to ascertain that 90 days is her exact no compete clause, which okay. is ridiculous for someone that's a commentator. Uh, and I was able well, to find well, see, out she's that, still that... employed by Fox Sports, but the show was dropped. So if so, they yeah. choose to pick up her contract for something else, she still technically works there, but she does not work with WWE. So, But I yeah. have a feeling he might want to take some time away with his wife. I mean, I heard that she's actually come down with the dogs and all that stuff to Jacksonville for this week to help him set up like on the beachfront business-wise, to be there for All Out this whole week and everything. Oh, man. Very supportive. She obviously can't 
be, be shown. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if she's going to go to the, you know, I don't know if her being in the arena is uh, some sort of violation. I mean, she won't be doing anything. She won't have no, a mic. She won't I be getting makeup done or anything like that. I wouldn't think so because, you know, Britt Baker was shown on NXT. You know Ex- what I mean? That's so very true. I think it's a little bit. But, but you know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier, yeah. but that 90 days shows that they know that she's worth it. Oh, yeah. Why are you going to give her the same as all the other talent? Yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? And, and, and according to Mox, like, she needs, like, a, a gong because of uh, how many times her phone is blown up with people, quote, unquote, wanting to throw her the keys to their castle. And, and you know, he, he, awesome. won't, he won't mention names. I mean, but I think we all know what she's capable of. You know what I'm saying? That, so, that, but that's that's awesome to hear. I'm oh, yeah, hear definitely. Well. But I, my feeling is I think maybe he wants to take some time away and uh, be with his wife for a little bit during this time. And uh, I don't. Only thing I get worried about is if it's long. Well, no, because she just left. Because everyone's been worried about is he going to opt to go to get out of his contract once he's had his fill being John Moxley and go back. I don't think he is at this point. But uh, long story short, I think MJF might actually, uh, yeah, his dream might come to fruition, and he might be. I think honestly, it might be the best thing for AEW right now. Low key, especially I mean, now that you let ten percent of the fans in. Low key. I mean, when you when you think about it. Way to get people to definitely make sure they watch to watch him, yeah. Because there's people who love to hate him and people who hate to hate him, yeah. And people who hate to like him, um, all the like across the board. Mm-hmm. But it can't, you know. I would think that it would also help when when he, you know, we were talking about earlier uh, before the break possibilities of NXT supposedly moving it, to Tuesday, yeah, yeah, to Tuesday. So they'd be running on the post, which would also help out with with the uh, viewership as well. So. Yep. You know, when people have the option, you know, that that's that, that's when things are a little bit different. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I want to say it's, I'm going to go for Moxley on this only because I'm thinking, okay, if, if it is MJF and we're following your logic here, right? Say MJF wins the title, Moxley's taking time off, who's next? Is it Darby? I mean that that's I is, think I mean, why I was I looking see, at I can see Darby. I, I can mean, see I guys like Scorpio Sky. Yeah, I, I think there's there's I think a personality like MJF opens the doors wider for potential contenders. Jungle Boy. Yeah, because you'll, um, you'll get more of the, Darby, the new litter of guys. Yeah, maybe even an Orange it. Cassidy. Not in the sense of like uh, on a pay-per-view, but he could, you know, we saw Mox defend against Darby on a TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so, su- I'm surprised Jericho hasn't tried to get his title back from Mox yet. It's been very interesting, you know, how he's been playing it. It's almost like he's not even, I mean, he was distracted with Orange, so maybe that's what it is. He just wants to like finish this off, and maybe that was his what he was going to do before, when he you know, beat him the first time. Who knows? But I don't know. I, it's weird. I, I I could see Mox winning and going against Lance Archer next, and I think that would be great. And maybe that's when he'll drop it. But if not, I could see MGF taking it uh, this weekend, man. So I'm, I'm going to go for Moxley. I'm just – I don't know. Some, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like he uh, – he feel like he's finally getting into the groove. Yeah. That he, like, Or I guess, quote, unquote, the run that he should have had with – the normalcy of, of live shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously things are all weird. So, I, I mean, yeah, and that's more of a, a response to people saying that he might be taking his ball and, and going home after having this feel. But, I mean, like, yeah, has he been John Moxley? Yeah, but has he been John Moxley in the way that he's wanted to? Uh, crowd reaction and all, crowd interaction yeah, and all. I think all. maybe last year, Like a yeah, regular title reign, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, so I think that's what kind of dis- – uh, If even if he did have thoughts of that, maybe it's a little bit disqualified now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he feels like 
you know, maybe he feels like he owes this one. <laughs> well, saying, I mean, but- and you know what? I almost wonder, too. I mean, I guess the reason I go with MJF is I looked at the way Wardlow was looking at that title. And I'm like, are we going to get Wardlow versus D- – no, sorry. Are we going to get Wardlow versus Moxley after this is done? Yeah, I can but see I don't. But I don't see what kind of gas can be poured on unless it's going to be like a handicap match versus John. You know what I'm saying? And – any whoever pins as a champion or something like that. I just think there's something to the way Wardlow was staring at that belt, unless he just got caught in a moment that he didn't just didn't think about, you know, and was like, man, I've never really looked at this belt before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he did look at it. So to me, I can either see that or this will start the implosion of Wardlow and MJF because maybe he's going to want the title. But I don't see Wardlow going face doing it. So I don't know. But I'm still going to go MJF. I don't see Wardlow going face, but it would be pretty uh... – Pretty serendipitous because if, say, Wardlow being MGF's next quote-unquote friend or associate after Cody being the reason, like, say, he loses the title, yeah. uh, his title opportunity, I could see that being another mm-hmm. seed being planted, so to speak. But, um, you know what, I digress because, you know, if we if we sit here and pick apart all the seeds, then we're not going to be surprised if something happens. Yeah, no, you're right. So, so you know, but that is our predictions. Again, you know, a little bit lengthy this episode, but... It is what it is, man. Lots of wrestling going all around, and we love it. Can't get enough of it, and that's what we're here to do, man. We're here to review it, uh, put our little respect on the game, and I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it as much as we love talking about it. Uh, Feel free to give us a follow on social media, man. That is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and uh, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter as well. Feel free to hit us up, uh, any sponsors, or if you guys are looking to uh, hit us up for a T-shirt, man. We got medium through extra large. Still popping, man. Support the show. It's free. Boom, right there. Hit us up at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And uh, don't, you know what? Matter of fact, don't be a stranger and uh, make, uh, make sure you guys uh, throw a follow to Storyline Tease at Storyline underscore LLC. Oh, please do. Please do. Um, just dope work they be cooking up, man. Just dope, Love dope it. ass work, man. But, Still a um, fan of that Brian Pillman, man. Loose cannon tease. You gotta, you, uh, no, sir. You got to get your own. <laughs> I do. But you know what? Let them know where they can go and get their own uh, uh, stylings uh, 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 of a hip hop hybrid. Oh, yes. Let them know. Yeah, man, you guys hear me say it every single week. I am Doc Lesnar. I am part of the 9-2 fam. I am one half of the Tower Gang, the best damn hip-hop tag team duo and podcast tag team duo, and I might as well say commentary tag team duo, to ever do it Boom. in any arena in this God Green universe. You guys know what it is, hip-hop hybrid and the existence of the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop. Check out my music anywhere you like to stream your music, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play, all the above. Where you go from your music, that's where you're going to find me. Type it in, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R, and I'll be right there. And go ahead and check out my newest freestyle. Check out the Icon freestyle. You guys seen it. You've seen the video on the IG. You know what it is. Find it, SoundCloud.com, backslash, Doc-Lesnar, man. You know what it is. And find me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram. Find me at Doc underscore KJS pod on Instagram. Follow us at Tower Gang on Instagram. What, and what? Uh, you can go ahead and find me on Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar as well and after that my kind sir there was only one more thing to say top guys out and happy birthday to mcfly